This will be episode 145. I have a very, very special guest. Um, he's the co-host of the Kickback Podcast, uh, my boy Chris, but also he has a brother. We call him Gilbert, but we all know him as Dead Mount Anarchy, man. Uh, my boy Chris is from Whittier, California. Um, I did his podcast with the crew, Jesse and Jay, and, you know, former co-host, uh, Dead Mount. It was a really, really good episode. Chris, man, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, chilling. Just fucking, uh, I'm just fucking want this coronavirus fucking quarantine to be fucking done. I need a fucking haircut. I, I feel you, dude. I'm going on two months with no haircut. Two months with no haircut? I w- man, it's almost like you're going to be like a, the caveman from the Geico commercial. Exactly. You're not even going to recognize who the hell I am. <laughs> All those, I know is, I know. Those pictures All... you're posting, bro, yeah. that's, not, that's not me anymore. I have a big ass bro. <laughs> Those are my quarantine days. You should do like a you should do a picture, one with like you normal and the one with like you're all froed out. Oh man, society cannot see me like that. That I mean, I know I got a haircut a while back before that all this shit happened. Then there was there was something happened where a lot of the barbers like fuck that, I'm not doing that no more. There was this a barber, a black barber doing uh people's haircuts on the side. He got the uh, COVID, uh, the coronavirus, and he fucking died, dude. Yeah, we we were just talking about that on uh on the kickback this last episode, bro. The, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. How how like you you're thinking like yeah I'm making a living I'm trying to you know support my family or at least you know get some bills paid, and you're risking your life and then you you took it too far. Damn man, it's like. It's like to the point I wanted to go to Marshalls, but everything's closed down because I need to go buy some clippers to shave my head. I was thinking about shaving my head. Yeah, that that's what I've been debating right now. I've been tossing and turning, thinking of like, uh, I'm going to do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll just shave it all off. And I'm like, uh, no, let me just leave it. I can wait. Yeah. No, Nobody's looking at me. Nobody can see me. I know, man. Usually I get a haircut every week. And I'm telling you, man, like, Thank God, man. I'm like, go. I'm not going now, man. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'll go in my pajamas. I'm not even impressing anyone. I mean, fucking. I already got my my girls. You know, whatever. But fuck, man. Yeah. I I can't go out like this. Another couple more months. Fuck this. I can't do it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I remember. I want to say what maybe a couple of weeks ago. Maybe I think I remember you posting something that you got a little sick. Did I it? Did. did it cross your mind at all that? Did you think about like, oh shit, I might have it? Uh, you know what? To be honest, I think I got sick in in December because when this shit happened, November, I got sick really bad for three weeks, and I got sick and I told my work about it, and what happened is like, okay, I'm gonna stay home. I, you know, at the time before all this shit got really bad because they had these all these protocols from uh from our from my job. And when you had the corporate uh, the human resource uh, call me and you say, hey, man, are you doing OK and everything? Because they don't want you know, want to make sure. So I called my doctor and told him the symptoms. But I didn't have a fever. I just had a cold. But with my with my job, they took it very seriously. And, and they gave and they said, you know what? Uh, you, you have to be quarantined for like 14 days. And uh, I remember I was like, man, I know I, I can go back to work. But without of the 14 days. Um, I got I got sick. I had a fever for a couple of days. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? I didn't want to eat anything. I was throwing up like just everything. And I went to the doctor. 
um, and Kaiser, they did a test. Um, I don't know if they still, because it's expensive. They wanted to make sure if I had the Corona or not at Kaiser. Jeez. They had to, uh, they had a U-Haul, um, not a U-Haul, but like one of those trailers outside because they weren't letting people, uh, patients to go in. They would just have to go outside and you tell them the symptoms and they did and everything. And I was like, man, if I had the Corona, man, fuck, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm, Cause I was worried because it was hitting really bad in, uh, in Long Beach. And there was a, so much, like, maybe, I don't know at the time, but there was, like, 10 or 11. And my ex-wife, she's an RN, and she works with patients who had the COVID, you know, and everything. And, uh, you know, I went to go get checked up and everything, and it looks like, no, you don't have it and stuff like that. But you just, I think you just have a fever. But I think in a way, they check my blood. Um, it really depends on what type of blood you have. You know, you could be immune to it or, or whatever, but... I was good. And uh, I, like I said, I had a fever and the doctor wanted to make sure, but I didn't see my doctor. I had to see my doctor on FaceTime or over the phone and stuff. Damn. Like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, cause they don't want to take a chance. So they already had people again, go to the doctor again, make sure. Cause I need a doctor to go back to work. When I did, they had to do a test to make sure and everything and stuff like that. And he texts like, okay, you're Steven, you're good to go. They gave me a paper. I had to send it out to corporate first. They want to make sure. And I had to send it out to my job. I'm ready to go. And I'll tell you this, man. When people were like, what happened with Steven? You know, like he was out for two weeks and shit. That's why a lot of people were kind of didn't want to be around me at work for a couple times. And I'll tell you, man, when if you're sick or this or whatever, people's people are going to change. Like you think in a way you have friends and, or, or some shit happens, man, but man, the evilness comes out on, on, on some people, you know, from this coronavirus. Yeah. And that's what I was, I was thinking about that. Like I work at a, I work at a school, so I'm always in contact with like so many kids that are just pretty, they're pretty dirty. Like they don't, <laughs> they're always sick. They're coughing and all that. So in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, my God, like, if I'm going to get it, it's going to be because of one of these kids, like, for sure. And then, you know, obviously, they shut all the schools down. But I was I was thinking about and I feel like everyone's had everything. I feel like everyone's had this thought where it's like, uh, it's not going to happen to me. Like, it, it, yeah, you. I see, oh. it on, I see it on the news. I see people are, you know, dying and all. But it, it's not going to happen to me. It's not I'm not going to get it. So I have that thought in the back of my mind, but I know like you you can't like you can't think that way because that's when that's when you're gonna fucking get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I heard the episode, Jay's like, "Man, you never know. You you could say like, oh, 'I'm not gonna get it.' Then fuck it. You know, you got your dream come true. Beware what you wish for. You know. Yeah, and that's what and that's something that what what's crazy is that when you work when you do a podcast with like by yourself. You, you get to just worry about you. You know, you have your own time, your own schedule. You can do a podcast whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any becking call, you could be like, boom, podcast right now. Yeah. When I do it with them, we really got to be in sync. Like, all right, so we have, are you available this day? No, uh, I have this or I have a date or I have uh, work. I have homework because, you know, some of us are still in school or I have this extra. So it's hard for us to, like, get a certain time to do it. But we always find a way. But it came down to the point where it's like, hey, guys, like we, we had to have that conversation, which was I never thought we would we were going to have it. But it was like, hey, guys, so we need to figure this out. Like, are we still going to do the podcast together in the same room? Um, are we going to practice social distancing? And, you know, at the end of the day, we were just like, you know what? We don't want to put 
our loved ones at risk because who knows we can be asymptomatic we could have it and carry it and we don't know it and then we spread it to our family i spread it to jay and jay spreads it to his grandparents and you know i'll feel fucking horrible knowing that 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 happened so we we just we had to do it and we're like you know what fuck it we're we're we'll just do it over the phone and we'll figure it out I like it, man. When I heard the episode when you did the uh, the episode with when you guys were all quarantining, you guys, man, you had some uh, good topics and shit like that. Good topics. I don't know about the fucking Viagra's in Mexico. I don't know when you guys need to, <laughs> need to get a fucking heart on. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, there's a there's no no. It's okay. It's okay with uh some extra enhancements, you know. <laughs> I, I yeah, just don't use those rhino pills and shit, man. You oh no, those that. rhino ones, you don't know what the fuck you're taking, bro. Don't take rhino pills, people. The ones at seven eleven, don't take those. Hey, I was gonna tell you, since we're talking about this, uh ever since this coronavirus uh happened, everyone's all being quarantined, fuck a bunch of horny women. Or like sliding through people's DMs, like, hey, what's up? Let's go hook <laughs> up and fuck. I was like, God damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and uh, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share a story with you, but yeah. it's it's a uh, it's not me. It's one of my friends. Uh, I won't say his name. Jesse. No, no, no. It's not. It's not one of us. It's uh It's someone else. It's one of our close group of friends. And right. what's funny because you know we're all just hanging out talking. The pretty much the only way we conversate is through Call of Duty. We'll play. We'll all play together, and we're bullshitting. And sure enough, one of our friends. He's been hooking up with this chick all of a sudden, you know, because, well, she has fucking time to kill. And it was hilarious. He was so excited. He was like, guys, I, I put it in her butt. And we we're like, whoa, like, it's cool. Ooh. Yeah, we we're like, oh, cool, man. Congrats. And he was like, yeah, but it, it was hurting her. And so we had to stop. And I was like, well, did you use lube? And he's like, no, I went dry. I was like, oh, my God, no wonder. Damn. At least spit on it. Or yeah, that's, that's, it was so funny because Jesse said the same. He's like, did you spit on it at least? And he was like, no. Fuck. I was like, no wonder you heard her. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, man. I tried doing that to a couple girls. I mean, I'm not going to we're not going to we're not going to mention the girls, but let's just say Mega Man had like about nine friends of benefits. Mm. And uh, some of us, there was some. uh women on there that I can't mention, but I will say that uh, some of them were big-time people, ladies. Not like voluptuous, but like well-known ladies. Okay, okay. And I was like to the point, wow, I didn't never expect me fucking you. Like that shit. And I was like, and after that, it was just like whatever. It was like a one-night thing, or also they would call like, hey, what are you doing? But it So was what, just- what, what kind of girls are these? TV personalities? Uh, act? actresses or you know what what kind <laughs> i wish i can give you a little hint i'll tell you off air but <laughs> yeah is this because the, they listen to the podcast nice <laughs> yeah. they know hey, they know they know they know when they're like it, it get cool but some of them the women they were more like i know you're hooking up with this girl i know you're hooking up with that as long as you're having protection it's all good with me yeah you got you gotta you gotta wrap it up yeah, there was one girl trying to trap me. She's like, just bust a nut in me. I don't care. Nah, they, that's how they get you. And then you got to deal with that girl for 18 years. I know. I don't want to deal with that shit. But it's like like I said, the quarantine is like, it's just fuck, man. Everyone's just, it's on a, it, we're on a fucking spree. Yeah, it's crazy, bro, because no one has anything else to do. So I might know, as I well. Off, I know. I took off my Tinder. That's why. Oh, you whooped it. You went. <laughs> 
You dusted uh, all that dust off and just fucking went back to it or what? I went back to it. I mean, when 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 uh, when people slide through your DMs and stuff on the Mega Man's podcast, that shit what happens. But it's 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 mostly the women who I kind of hooked up with. They lived in like in the Inland Empire or like in San Bernardino County or one in West Covina, maybe one in East LA, Long Beach here and there. But yeah, I was like, eh, can't do it no more. I can't do it, man. But is this like to the point? Uh, I was like, I, I text all the girls and say, hey, you know what? Let me have a break because they were just randomly texting me. It's like, hey, can you do here? Can you go? It's like, no, I want a break. My dick needs a break. I'm, I'm tired. Mega Man's dick was going here and fucking shooting dust already. Just, I know. I felt like I was the girl and they were the men. <laughs> I felt like I was like a fucking. Un- I was like, God, I can't do this no more. I don't. I don't have the energy. It's like the last. The last line of defense is use a rhino pill. Yeah, there it is. Hey, bro, I got a spot <laughs> for you if you need it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh. How's everything with you, your 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 mom, your dad, your sister, like the the whole crew? How's everything been going? Uh, good. We we really practice, uh, you know, staying clean. We wash our hands. Uh, if we get anything shipped to us, you know, we kind of disinfect it before we bring it into the house. I saw that. Yeah. I saw people doing that. We try, you know, but at the end of the day, like you can only do so much, right? And yeah. they've been my mom and sister have been, you know, just staying home. Um, I'll go out every now and then on a beer run or, or to get some weed or something like just real quick. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm staying inside freaking talking to Jesse and Jay on, uh, on call of duty or with my brother talking to him. And, you know, even some people who listen to the podcast, I'll play with them, which is cool. Um, but for the most part, I'm just, you know, I still have some work, so I do some work at home, and then I get it, I get it done quickly, and then I just, uh, I fix stuff. And you can relate to this, you know. I go on, you know, editing stuff on for the podcast. Like literally, right, right before you called, I was editing a a, a video, a video clip, a clip for episode forty one. So we were, I'm just always doing something. I, I saw that the the editing that you do, like that's the thing I want to do where. How do you, uh, we'll talk we'll talk uh, off air, but you know that's the thing I want to do. Where I want to start editing videos and stuff, and kind of post like give a little people a little skits of a uh, little samples, a little taste of, of if I have an episode, this is what we're talking about. Like a little that's what I want to do. How do I mean? How do you do that? Is it pretty easy to do? Well, if you don't know how to do it, um, like I started, I was like, all right, what do, I know I know what I want to use. Yeah, I just don't know what the fuck to do so i ended up starting just simply like all right let me just uh put our our, our logo of the kickback and then i'm just gonna put 30 seconds or a minute chunk of it and then yeah. boom and then i got to the point where i was like no like i want a little bit of this little conversation but that was in the beginning and then this was all the way at the end so i found a way to just you know cut clips and edit and kind of put it together to where it sounds like like all one conversation. So if you mm-hmm. list, if you end up going to listen to the podcast and you compare the video on Instagram to the to the actual episode, there's mm-hmm. there's different topics that we're talking about like throughout the episode. So, yeah. you know, it's just little stuff like that iMovie. A lot of the work I do, a lot of the stuff I do is all through my phone. I, I don't really use a laptop. I all I all through my phone. 
That's good to do because like like I said, from from us being quarantined, we have a lot of free time and and I always say like, man, when people tell me, what are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm working on my podcast. Like, really? Like, yeah, I'm working on because I want to start YouTube and all the social medias and this promotion because um, a lot of people are telling me, Mega Man, you're putting out three episodes a week. Like, what's going on? You know, like, well, I'm banging all these out. I can't put out just one episode because I want to talk about current stuff or what's been going on. So, like, with this episode, this episode won't be out. And I think not until... Not next week, but I think the following week. So it's be up to par. It's gonna be up to par. It's gonna be up to date and everything. And so that's what I've been doing. So um, you know, like I want to talk about a lot of things and current events and this or whatever. Or you know, if this shit's gonna be going on, I might be just be doing podcasts over the phone. Yeah, and that that was that's that's something that that I really try to do is is when we record the podcast, and if I post it. More like ninety percent of the time, we literally just finished that podcast the night before. So yes. I, I really try to like put it out there the moment that we finish it, um, just because, I, like, I just like people like some because for us a lot of it is is topics where it's like, hey, this happened in the news, we want to talk about it and shit on it. So mm-hmm. if we wait a little too long, then it's going to be like, oh, bro, that was that was old news already. Like, why, why exactly. are you? Yeah. So it's kind of I like to just post it like right then and there. Like, for example, we're going to do episode 42 with uh, Daniel from Hip Hop Craft. Um, and um, what we're trying to do is get is pretty much just release it the moment we do it. Like we're going to maybe wait a couple days just to promote it and get it out there. And then just bam, like we're gonna release it, try to get it out there right away. Yeah, yeah, man, Daniel. I I, I remember I did a he did my podcast, man. He he goes deep on on fucking hip hop and beers, man. That's a that's gonna be a good episode. Oh yeah, for sure. So that that's why I wanted, especially now with his uh with with the new beer that he collaborated with. So it's gonna be like it's like perfect timing. Yeah, I talked to Beer Thug Life last night. You know, he just wanted to make sure he's doing okay and everything. And uh, yeah, he's doing good. You know, it's just um, he's like he's over there hustling and doing what he can. You know, it's just, um, you know, I just wanted to check up and, and see what's up and everything. And uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Like I said, I always wanted, uh, you know, check up on a lot of people, you know, and stuff, because those are the ones who really care. It's like, hey, man, I just want to hear your voice, man. Or just, you know, like, I don't know, I guess in a way. When Joey Coco Diaz, man, I was like, I don't like texting, I don't like doing this, but I'd rather just call you. I just want to check up and see, you know, how how people are doing, you know. Yeah, and that's why um, I try, like, I, I try to do that, but at the same time, what I usually do is like, if I see, like, let's say for example, for yourself, like, if I see you on Instagram Live, I'll watch it just to see what you're up to, and be like, all right, cool, Mega Man's doing good, he's he's all right, you know, nothing crazy's going on. Hell no. Yeah, so I was like, you know, Mega Man's drowning in pussy, so we're good with him. And then, <laughs> I, you know, I just go, and, you know, I, I'll check out everyone's Instagram just to see, like, all right, shit's going fine. Like, no one's, you know, in a bad spot. So that's kind of like what I like to see is just people still posting stuff, people still, you know, putting out episodes. And, you know, some people who are coming out with new podcasts, like, I try to reach out to them and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's cool. I see, and that's the thing I like, you know, because I always see you on my lives and, you know, check up, you know, and everything because I don't know, for some bitch fucking, uh, fucking, uh, reported my fucking, uh, I heard, 
my uh, my podcast and I can't go live on it. So that's why I have to go on my personal page. I talked to Instagram. They DM me and say, yeah, you're, you can't do lives for one year. What? One fucking year. Because what happened was I was, uh, I, well, this is my fault. I was, the UFC fight was going on with Conor and Conor McGregor and uh, Donna Cerrone. And I was putting it live. And I guess in a way it got reported. So they gave me a little slap on the wrist. Then I guess I was recording and some person didn't like it. And that person who DM'd me, some girl I'm not going to mention, bitch, you're fucked up. Uh, she uh, reported me and I, they let me know and they took, took it down. So every time I do a live, it says you're blocked until further notice and shit. So that's why I left a DM and let them know like, hey, when is my suspension done? Because you don't want to go on my live. And they reported back like you have another like couple more months or whatever. But wow. You know, it, my thing was like, it's it, because now with Instagram, you can't post what anything that's political or this or whatsoever because they'll just boot you off. That that whole thing would happen with Joe Rogan when he had a that person from Twitter, the CEO and the lady and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting too sensitive. Where they, I think they're using the three strike rule. Like if you do this three times, then we're gonna ban you. We're gonna delete your thing and shit. I'm like, God damn. And I'm kind of thinking to the point, I'm thinking about making another Mega Man's podcast page, knowing the fact if this one's this, if this one's gonna be fucked up, I might have a backup. Yeah, you well, your tech kind of like your backup is your personal one for now, right? Yeah, my personal one, but in a way, whatever I don't do on the podcast, it's going back and forth, but in a way, it's like Ah, man, it's like my personal. It's like I want to put more pictures. I don't go on my personal that much. It's only if I'm going to cross promote or put my kids' pictures or me. Yeah, that's but, just, you know, your personal one. That's for you. Yeah. But everything, ever since this coronavirus happening, a lot of people, I'm not going to mention, a lot of people blocked me because they think that when I put a funny meme or a funny video, a lot of the women think that I'm very sexist. I'm very like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you're always downgrading women. Yeah. And but it's not even like it's that. a joke. It's a, video. it's a joke. I think in a way they don't understand. And the thing I don't like is, is that the people who talk bad about me in this, that they're talk, they're they're saying to, to other people, hey, you think in a way, since you know Mega Man, you think in a way you can talk to him in this or whatsoever? Because those people, they don't want, they don't like to confront action. They're, they don't want, they don't want to avoid it. So they tell their friends who know me to tell, like, as a third party, can you tell him to calm down? We, the reason why we don't want, I don't like people like that. If there's a problem, what am I doing wrong? I'm just putting a fucking, like, video or a funny meme of the day because we're, the, the morale's low. And, you know, everyone's like, hey, wants to have a good laugh and shit. And I always tell this, when you want to have a laugh, it's free. Just have a good time. You know, people are going through hard times or people are laid off. Say, you know, I want to go on the Mega Man's podcast page. Oh, my God, that video, that meme was so fucking funny. He just made my fucking day. Yeah. And I feel that it's unfair to the people that are putting out those posts like, for example, for you, if you're putting the, you know, the picture of the day or the meme of the day or, you know, just the post of the day in general, like the funny memes that you put, I could see it as a joke. Oh, man, that's funny. I get that. I see the humor in that picture. I see the humor in that, you know, title or whatever the case may be. But what's messed up is that a lot of social media, a lot of, you know, websites, a lot of YouTube, whatever the case may be, they give the power to 
the per instead of giving the power to the person that's creating this stuff, they give the power to the person who's looking at it and watching it or listening where, Hey, if I don't like what you post, guess what? I can unfollow you. I can not look at what you're watching and that's it. Like if I walk down the street and someone, and I get an egg thrown at me, my dumbass isn't going to walk on that same street again, because guess what? Most likely someone's going to throw another egg at me or whatever the case may be. Let me find a different route. Let me find a different way to go where, that's like, where people that's like don't your, get it. I know. That's like that, that story of that movie with Shepard. It's like, hey, let's not go down this alley. So why? Because those kids might beat me up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the, some people think like, no, 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 that offended me. And I don't want to see it there anymore. Where you can simply just unfollow someone and you'll never see their shit ever again. You don't yeah. have to go and report them. You don't have to. No one's like, I can understand if you were posting videos like those cartel videos of like oh, people yeah. getting their fucking head chopped off or getting, you know, stabbed to death. Like, I get that. Like, if you're posting that, I would be like, hey, Mega Man, chill the fuck out. But yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if you're just posting yeah. funny pictures, like, Fucking post all day. I don't care. Like you, you're posting funny stuff that I like. Then go for it. Oh man, your brother Deadmo, man, he fucking loves us. Like I love hearing senior shit, dude. It's, like, it's hilarious. But it's like it's not controversial. It's not political. It's nothing. There's worse pages. But when you have some well-known crafter people, I won't mention names, but they say, "Hey, Mega Man, I like your podcast, but man, you're losing followers. You're fucking up. You're fucking up your image." And and if you're going to be like this, I can't be fucking with you because like, oh, wow, you know, Mega Man It's like, yeah, because now people are caring about their number on their Instagram or this It's like, you know, I can't be affiliated with you. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It's like people are getting too big headed about, oh, man, I'm going to reach 10,000. I'm going to reach 15,000 or 20. It's like, who gives a fuck, dude? It's like, I'm me for me. I'm not going to be like fake as fuck, you know? Yeah. And, um, what's crazy is that some people are very like zeroed in and focused on the number that it said, the, the number of followers they have or the number of likes or the number of views. And um, when I got into this, I knew for a fact that I'm not doing this because I want the whole world to see me or I want the whole world to hear me. If it happens, that's nice. I would love it. But uh -huh. if it's just, even if it's fucking one person, I'm, they're listening to it. They enjoying it. They're they're coming back to listen again. Awesome. If it's a hundred people, if it's a thousand, it doesn't matter to me. As long as the people that are enjoying the show or the people that are enjoying the page, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I, because, like you, if you even if you look at even for yourself, you might have followers that listen to the podcast all the time, or you might have followers who just like your page. They might not mm -hmm. listen to the podcast, but they love watching your posts and seeing what the hell you're going to post next. Same thing goes for us. Like we have some people who just love the clips and sometimes they don't listen to it. Sometimes they do. But for the majority of the part, most of our followers do listen. But there's some followers who just, you know, they just like seeing the clips on 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 the on the or on the Instagram. Yep. I like that that you do. Like you give them a little tease, you know, like you, you give them a little pee-pee touch, you know, like, hey, check this episode out and all that stuff. But you know, I guess in a way I always tell people who's like, yo, Mega Man, you're 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 getting too crazy. And it's like, look, man, you're caring about your fucking numbers, you know. 
I won't be surprised if Instagram says, you know what, there's some the the suicide rates going on. People want these rates, these numbers and shit, and say, you know what, only you can look at your numbers, but we're not going to show it for the outsiders. Like you know, like oh my god, this so and so has over three thousand followers and this or a million or whatever. If they take that shit off, everyone's going to be back to normal. Yeah, that's true. They already started with like taking away how many uh, you being able to see how many people liked that image or whatever. So, oh, yeah, they're starting with it. So it's just the beginning. I'm, I'm pretty sure that eventually it's going to come to where you're not going to see um, how many people follow somebody. But what's going to end up happening is that the little check mark is going to be so important for everybody that they're just going to be dying for a check mark just to validate that like hey people like I'm important I have a I have a check mark so I feel like if they take away that number of followers thing I feel like the little blue check mark is going to be like gold for some people like that's what they're going to be wanting all the time yeah cuz you know like I used to be like man I want a blue check mark or you know, a lot of people will be like, man, I like what your podcast, but I guess in a way when, you know, with me, podcast is podcast, but, you know, I think I don't care about numbers. Like I said, I want to put funny memes or videos. It's like mix, it's like a mixture, but I'm not going to cater to a lot of well-known people and be like, hey, Megan, man, you're fucking up. It's like, no, I don't give a fuck. You know, like if you like me for who I am, you like me for who I am. If you don't like it too fucking bad. I'm going to move on. I'm going to, you know, but People are going to say, but you're killing your your followers. Like, what What do you mean? It's like, why? Because they're just too fucking sensitive and they can't take a fucking joke. But when you go to their page, they're being more like hypocrites. Like, wow. Oh, oh, I like to eat ass and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, not everybody likes to eat ass, but it's okay. I know. I mean, fuck it. I mean, I know I'm going to have a fucking chocolate face, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, um, when... When you when you do a podcast and, you know, you you mentioned that, you know, some people are hating on you or some people block you or some people talk, whether it be other podcasts or whether it be people in the craft beer community. Like, you know, you have some people who, you know, maybe don't see eye to eye with you. Um, how do you like how does that it's kind of like a cheesy thing to, to say, but I don't think anyone's ever asked you, like, how does that make you feel? Like knowing that there's some people out there that just really don't fuck with you or, you know, people that you were cool with at one point and they just, you know, said, uh, you know, fuck, fuck Mega Man or fuck him or this or that. You know what? To be honest, like when I have like super, super, super thick skin. And luckily when I went through the, the hiatus with uh, with a lot of the side dick army people in the beginning when George Perez and all, then I was just like, what the fuck's going on? I went through all that shit in the beginning of the podcast. So now it's like when people can say, oh, fuck Mega Man, you're like, people are going to spread rumors. Oh, this is what Mega Man is and this or whatsoever. To me, I'm always going to be me. I'm always going to be honest and blunt and this. There's one thing that I do not like and I, I came to realize I do not like people who pretend to be cool with you but they're fake with you and they stab you and talk shit behind your back and that's where a lot of that's where when you do a lot of podcasts and you see a lot of different personalities you've seen what i've seen and and all i can easily see the people who who fuck with me and who don't fuck with me who are kind of like 
you know what? Like, you're a cool person, but I wouldn't want to hang around with you. I learned so much from from a lot of people. So to me, I really it really doesn't matter to me. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this very honestly. The last bottle share that we did, I mean, I know Mega Man got fucked up at the one with uh, in uh, Echo, Echo Park. Yeah, that was my first one. I know. Well, <laughs> there's a good story into this. I know I was fucked up and everything, but there was a lot of people who I have who were on the podcast. There was a lot of people which I won't mention this club, you know, and uh, there were some that, you know, who I had as my past guests. And uh, I kind of thought like they were some of my friends and they turned out to be really like foes. So I don't see eye to eye with them. And I can tell like the energy was like, you know, like I was in my, it was almost like in a way it's like, I don't want to be affiliated with you and this or whatsoever, but that's what happens in the beer game. You're not going to, you're going to make people happy, but you're not going to make other people happy because I already saw certain people's true colors. You know, they like to be pretenders. They like to be fakes and this, whatever. This is how I see it as Chris, the bigger your podcast gets, the more haters and trolls you're going to have. So to me, I have to be mentally prepared for all this because when we're us, me and you, Chris, we have a podcast, we're putting our names on the line. And I came to realize from this coronavirus and shit, when there's a bottle share or when you're well known, like, oh, my God, that's Chris and Deadmall or that's Jay and, and you know, Jesse, that's Mega Man and shit. That's your name. And I'm not going to get fucked up like I used to anymore because you want to have a good time, but in a way all eyes are going to be on you now, like, oh, shit, you know? So I learned so much from all this shit. And to be honest, Chris, I don't give a fuck if people love me or not. I'm going to do me. But if people tell me, oh, you're ruining your fucking image or this or you're losing numbers, I don't give a fuck. If I lose a follower, Chris, I'll gain another 25 more. Yeah, that, that's a good way to, to look at it and a good way to put it. And the more like the more i do it and the more and more like um immersed i guess you could say immersed i get in uh in the podcast game and um whether it be the craft beer community yeah it it brings to light it's like high school all over again you know mm-hmm. people have clicks here and there you the people you think are your friends talk shit behind your back um, for now, I haven't experienced anything like that. Every single person that I've come across uh, through the podcast or through craft be- the craft beer community have been super cool, super chill with me. Um, I've heard great things from my brother as well, super chill with him. And But what's crazy is that if, I feel like we're in high school all over again where I can see all the cheese, man. I can see all the drama. But I'm the guy that's just I'm cool with everybody. I I can agree or disagree with you. I don't have to love you. I can you know, I could see where we disagree on things, but I'm gonna be cool with everybody. And I think that's that's like that's what's crazy about is that for me, like people don't I know that people don't have the same mentality as I do, but it's it's trippy just to see how people take a lot of it to heart or they just they get butt hurt really fast and then they just say, all right, fuck you then. And then they never talk to you again. It's crazy to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know it's crazy. Yeah. I, when, when the craft beer scene is very different, I like to separate it from other things, but I feel like the craft beer is very close, close family and stuff. You're going to have some good people, bad people, ugly people, monsters, 
I mean, it's a it's a business. To, uh, we're all drinking beers. We're all having a good time. I want to say this. I want to I want to shed light on something. Um, that I guess in a way, when you get into the craft beer scene, there's a lot of women that DM me and and stuff like that. And I came to uh, realize if a girl who in the craft beer scene DM me like, hey, let's go meet up, let's whatever, and hook up and shit like that. I'm going to say no, because I see them as like a sister to me or this, whatever. And uh, I, to be honest, I wouldn't want to be hooking up with women in the craft beer scene. I, because that's going to, it's, it's good. It's going to spread like wildfire. Oh yeah, for sure. And I don't do that shit no more. So like ladies, if you're in the crapper scene, whatever you want interested in Mega Man, <laughs> too fucking bad. Cause I'm going to say no, <laughs> I don't want to do that because it spreads like wildfire. And, uh, you know, like, oh, my God, I felt so – I'm going to give you a story. I'm not going to – it's at a bottle share, you know, but uh, I'm going to say this because I think this person was saying some stupid shit. I'm, I don't want to call her out, but I'm going to say this. This person <clears throat> this person uh, was saying, oh, Megan, man, made me feel com- uncomfortable. He was all up on me and shit and whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? But in a way, I kind of figured who this person was. But in a way, I'm not going to mention the brewery. I'm not going to whatever. But this person came. I I told her, hey, I'm going to be at this brewery or whatsoever and stuff like that. The person came. The lady came to the brewery. All of a sudden, we um, were talking, whatever. And also, she she got flirty with me, knowing the fact this person's fuck. This lady's fucking married. We hooked up in our in our car, whatever. Now this fucking girl is going to be like saying, oh, this is what Megan, man, he made me feel uncomfortable. Motherfucker, you don't be fucking trying to me too shit, dude, because you're the one who wanted to fucking hook up. You're the one who wanted to make out. You're the one who was fucking sliding through my DMs and say, hey, don't say shit. I don't want my husband to know. <laughs> hey, well, you know, it's, you, guys and girls, like some people think like guys are, you know, horny, like horn dogs or whatever. Like that's all they think about. There's some women out there. Who are who think the same way? You know they they want they want to get a piece of the action as well. So there's no judgment towards them, but as long as yeah. they're not lying or anything. Well, to me, it kind of felt like I was I did something to her, but what she was trying to do was cover her tracks because she didn't want to be caught by her husband. Mm. She fucked up. So I don't want women to be like trying to say, "Oh, Stephen did this," or I don't go to these bottle shares no more. Motherfucker, you got caught. You said it. Don't tell. I don't. Don't tell my. I don't want to tell my husband. That's it. Unfollow me. Blam, and that's it. So, that's just something where it's like. Ever since then, it's like fuck that. I don't want to. I don't want to affiliate with any women in the craft beer scene. If they say, "Hey, Megan, man, I want to hook up with you," like fuck you. You can go jack off with your dildo. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy. Just because. Um, just to jump back on your on your uh, on your podcast real quick. Um, yes. I, I, you know, a lot of people give you credit and praise, but I'll, I'll add to it because, you know, you do hustle and you do grind and you do, uh, you put, you, you bust your ass and it's noticeable. And, um, I always see you jumping on other people's live Instagram or yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, you having your own or having other people on your part on your Instagram live. Yes. So it's, it's a, it's a good thing to see. And, um, some people, um, some podcasts or some people might think of it like, you know, why is he doing all that? Why is he always on there? Why is this or that? But, you know, you people got to put the work in. Like, that's the only way people are going to see and 
hear hear about you or know your name is if you if you throw yourself out there. You got to do what you got to do because when people, I always tell po- other podcasts like Mega Man, like why do you do other people's podcasts when you're a podcaster? It's all about the reps. You got to get your name out there and stuff from other people, you know, and stuff like that. And I always say this: my dream one day is to be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. And I DM'd him. I mean, I was telling flashback with the homies like I wanted to put it out, but I want to put my shit on blast to to have a big head. But I told I DM Joe, Joe Rogan say, "Hey man, my name is Steven. Make may make a mess podcast. You know, I'm working hard to do whatever I can. I want to be on your podcast b- before I die." And that's my always been my mindset of my goal is to do other people's podcasts, to get my YouTube, to get all this or or travel and do other people's podcasts to to get my name out there and stuff. And that's what we have to do. And you know, like I know if I do a, a other people's podcast, Chris and the, you know, like, you know how I am. I'm going to show you guys love. Like, hey, if you like my podcast, check out Flashback. Check out Kickback. Check out No Father. I'm trying to spread the, the to you know, to the word of like, hey, there's a lot of good Latino podcasts out there, man. You got to give them a try and shit like that, you know? So I'm trying to do whatever I can to to help you guys out and, and help out other people's podcasts get their name out there. Yeah, I could see that. And I, 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 I love talking I guess you could call it like inside baseball where it's like, I love talking behind the scenes. I love talking about what it takes to, to get the podcast out. And because whether it be a movie, whether it be a TV show, whether it be a song, whether it be anything, everyone's going to see the final product Mm -hmm. and podcasting is the same thing. Everyone's going to see the final product. But what some people don't understand is that there's some, there's a lot of things that go into it and I'm not here to say that I'm the best podcaster in the world. I'm not here to say that I'm fucking the almighty and my shit don't stink, uh-huh. but I enjoy doing it. And then I enjoy seeing and listening to other people's podcasts because I know what, what it took to get to that point. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you hit it right. You hit it right there. It's like, when you have a podcast, I mean, there's some podcasts that might have, they might get big headed. To me, I used to be big headed in the beginning, but now it's like, I want to help people out because at the time I didn't, Chris, I didn't get no help from doing the podcast. I had to learn my own. I was always told the story. I'm not going to mention some people's names, but people were trying to sabotage my podcast. Like they wanted to see me fail. So to me, I don't want to be like that with other new podcasts because there's some people I just, found out shouts to matthew one too uh he just started a podcast because of me and he said he dm me last night and said hey man i just started a podcast and you know and all that so i want to say thank you there's other people who who might listen to you chris or me or whatsoever and those people are like hey i just want to give a shout out to kickbacks of why because of i started a podcast because of them and you motivated me so there's always going to be other people who are going to look up to us like oh wow man mega man and, and chris helped me out and shit and what happens if their podcast gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're always going to be showing praise, like, man, well, how did you start the podcast, man? Well, because of Mega Man or because of Chris from Kickback's podcast. So to me, I love it because you just you made a friend out of it. Yeah, like uh, like Toy Story, you made a friend in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it, yeah, you 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 touched on it as well because um, at this point right now you and I, we're not, like, super famous. We're not, like, 
oh my gosh, this podcast is huge. But what I always think about, what I always think about is um, the people who do listen to our podcast. And I'm sure there's, there's quite a few who listen to you and listen to us and listen yeah. to, you know, all the other, you know, podcasts in our little, you know, community here. I always wonder, cause, cause this is how I feel when I listen to podcasts, like, let's say, for example, um, I like the fighter and the kid. So let's say yeah. when Burt Kreischer comes on, I like his show. Um, I like his podcast. So when they come together and I'm like, oh, my God, two of my favorite podcasts, they're on together at the same time. I think a little bit sometimes, like even right now, I'm thinking like, oh, man, I wonder if there's people out there who listen to the kickback and listen to Mega Man and who are super excited to be like, holy shit. They're on the same podcast together. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, like when I was on your podcast with Deadmalt. Oh yeah, like it was even it was like a trifecta. Like people who follow Deadmalt, who follow Mega Man, follow us. Like they're probably like, oh man, this is fucking awesome. Like all the people I like are in the same room together. Oh my gosh, I got so many DMs and so much uh, boost of numbers when we did that episode, and I made a lot of friends out of it. And uh, I remember when. Um, and when Deadmau and he brought his his boy on the next episode, it's like, man, Mega Man's fucking wild. He's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, uh, Randy, he's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I know I was Randy. Uh, we he cited my DMs. It's like, dude, I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, dude, we're gonna make it happen. But ever since, man, when we did that podcast, man, I'm gonna be honest, Chris, man, I was fucking nervous when I did you guys' podcast. I really, I was. You know, you're not the first person to say that, which is mind-blowing to me and it's a compliment because I, I don't know why some people are nervous and I was talking about this before is like I don't do too many other people's podcasts simply because they don't ask if you ask I'm doing it like simple that's it if you want to do one right here right now you call me I'm like all right give me uh 10 minutes give me 20 minutes let's do it right now so yeah. I don't know if it's because some people are, are intimidated or some people don't give a fuck or some people just don't want to ask because I'm going to say no. Um, but I like doing podcasts, dude. I could do I would do one every single day if I if I could. Dude, I was going to we were talking earlier and I was like, dude, people were telling me, man, you guys got to do a fucking part two of Mega Man. It was like, fuck, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that part two is going to it's going to happen again with all of us in together. It's going to be, we're going to talk about the post-corona. We're going to talk about shit. We're gonna, it's going to be we're like, fuck, man, this is part two. And Mega Man's still fucking wild. Yeah, exactly. But, I'm, yeah, it's crazy just thinking, like, um, you know, when people say, like, oh, man, I'm nervous to do the show or I'm nervous. Just, I'm just so anxious and excited. You know, like, in, in my eyes, like, this is, this is home for me. I feel comfortable just talking and being around, like, communicating with other people like this i feel so comfortable doing that like even right now i'm like super comfortable and it it, it kind of just blows my mind because like some people it might be it might be their like third time talking in a mic or it might be their first time talking into a mic and they just yeah. don't know what the fuck is going to come out of their mouth and they're so nervous and so scared whereas yeah. like i forget like oh fuck i've been doing this for a while so you yeah know, i forgot what that feels like yeah, I been yeah, that's exactly I like what you're I like where your head's at because that's one of the reasons why, like when you say why do you do other people's podcasts? Because even though I do my podcast, I gotta do other people's. The reason why you might do small ones, big time people uh, uh, podcasts on live, you have to take that jitter jitterness and that nervousness now and be kind of more 
you know, what, what am I going, what am I getting into? So I already know. And that comes with experience. And to me, like how we are, we're so comfortable because we've been doing it so much, but in a way it's like, it just, it just comes out, you know, like, I guess in a way I'm, um, I, I reached out, there was a podcast who DM me and, um, they were like, man, man, Mega Man, like, I don't feel like I don't I feel like it was off. Is it what do you mean it was off? I feel like I don't know. It's like I the expectation is so high. And I told him, it's like, you you did that to yourself because you're pushing something that is not gonna come out. Just just be has have a good time. Just don't even because I guess in a way when when people listen to your podcast, oh my god, it was like the best podcast episode ever. The, the pressure is on you to make it better than the last. So it shouldn't be like that. Just kind of like be yourself and just have fun. Exactly. And like that, that's, and that's what I try to do with, you know, people who come on our show. Um, and I think that's why I did it when we first started with, or well, when I started with Jesse and Jay, the only people, the only guests that we really had in the beginning was like our really close friends, like shout out to Abe and, Eric and Louie, like those are the guys that we had on because they're they're guys that we hang out with all the time. We go on trips together. We go to bars and breweries together. Like those were the guys I was like, all right, I can have them on because I know they're going to be comfortable. They're going to be fine. And then that's when eventually, you know, we wanted to branch out a little bit and have other people like, you know, yourself or Alfred Robles or that was you know, Randy. One. That was a big one. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, I played a. I was in the same fantasy football league with him this year, and uh, <laughs> let, I, I was sucking ass this year. But you know, he—I think he made the playoffs, or I can't remember. But yeah, I was in the same fantasy football league with him. Yeah, when you had Alpha Robles, I was like, "What? No fucking way, dude!" Yeah, I wish it was in person. It was over the phone, but we're for sure gonna do another one. Well, where we'll be on in person, and it'll just be even ten times better than the first one. So it was exciting. So I. I it was crazy. Like there was some a lot of people who, like asked, like, "Oh, how'd you get him on?" Like, "Hey, bro, I just asked. That's that's all you gotta do is just ask. You never know." Yeah, yeah. I know we got more ten minutes, and we're gonna take a break. But I want to tell you this: I got a surprise for you guys. There was a picture that asked the fellas put and said, "What what Latino podcast you're listening to?" And there's an iPhone that has all the 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 podcast that person's listening to. You see that image, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you just posted it not too long ago, right? So what I did is, uh, this is coming out of my pocket. Don't even trip. I, it, this is on me because I give a fuck and I care. So my boy, uh, Brian, he lives in Australia. He does all these cartoon graphics and everything. And I told him, I want you to make a picture just like how this picture is Latino. But on the iPhone, this is my pics of the La- what podcast, what Latino podcast people should be listening to. And the and I told and I left a post and said, the people who I tagged, this is what I'm doing. So I think I counted about maybe 15 ep- pod, different podcasts in that iPhone. So what I did is I put yours and I put other people's podcasts on that, and it's gonna be make an image of of a new version of it because I know Ask the Fellas, I think they started it, but I want to make a cartoon version and I and I added you guys on as. This this is a Latino podcast you should be listening to. Dang man, I appreciate it. That's awesome. I I I, I really appreciate it. That's that's cool that you know you're that you're thinking of us as well. And you know we I feel like we we jumped on kind of late compared to um you know yourself and you know 
all the other Latino podcasts, like we kind of jumped on a little bit later than you guys mm-hmm. um, in the sense that, you know, we just, you know, weren't out there and putting our stuff out there. But yeah, man, I appreciate you putting me or putting, putting the, the podcast in, in that group of, uh, of, of people, because that's awesome, man. I know because like, to me, I, li- I listen to so much podcasts and uh, when you have, Chicano Shuffle, Ramon, and uh, mm-hmm. you know the twins from uh, Buda Katura. You know, dude, they're they, awesome. They, I love them. They're they cool. Should, they should light that us Chicano and Latino. You know, we gotta stick together. And and you have a podcast. You got we gotta help each other out. So, you know, to me, it, I was, we're, we're, dude, we're gonna go balls deep on this episode. But there's some things that it, I kind of wanted to push away, but. The last episode Buddha Kaduda did, it shed light on a lot of Latino podcasts to the point that I have to do whatever I can to be there for my people and be there for other Latino podcasts and, and try to get their name out there. And, uh, you know, at the time uh, when you guys were kind of like, you guys stopped doing the podcast and you kind of re rebirthed the podcast and everything. And I started listening to it and you had some good conversations. And, and I think ever since then you invited me on your podcast, I just more like, like, dude, we're like fucking family, dude. Like I'm it's almost like in a way I'm like, a, I'm like a, I'm like an extra brother to you. Yeah. And it's crazy. Just like the amount of, you know, the, just like you being present, when it comes to like um, liking stuff or if I, you know, post something, you'll have a comment for it or you'll message us and talk to Hey, that was a good episode. Or I post a guest like, Oh man, that's fucking awesome. Good job. Thanks. Or that's all like, that's, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy like people, you know, the, the, the back and forth, the communicating and talking about. And what's crazy is that the more and more we do it, you know, we get comments of people saying like, oh, man, you guys remind me of uh, of my friends and stuff like that, which is like super high praise. And then, you know, we have people who say, oh, you guys are so silly. You guys are so funny. But at the same time, what some people don't get as well is that we could be super serious as well and talk about like we can flip that switch and be like, all right, you know, we're not joking around. We're not. But we're talking about a serious topic that needs to be addressed and i feel like sometimes people forget and when we we kind of like we shine light on some stuff like that or we get serious people are like whoa like i didn't know you can i didn't know you can get that deep or i didn't know you can you know get that serious like we when 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 we want to we can yeah man that's good so right now we're gonna i like i like I like this episode, man. I'm telling you, people are telling me, is this going to be a good episode? Like, hey, we're going to go balls deep. So right now, uh, we're going to take a five-minute break. And when we come back, dude, we're going to talk about what happened with the UFC. We're going to talk about uh, some conspiracy stuff. I love it. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to get, I want everyone to know who Chris is all about. We're beating. What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Before we get back to the episode, I just want to say, everyone, if you have time, um, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review um, to make the Mega Man's podcast as well as the Kickback podcast uh, better for all of you to listen to. And um, I just want to say good things are coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Um, I just finished up... um, 
the Mega Man's podcast uh, episode uh, 146 with my guest uh, Edgar, the co-host of the Squad and Solo podcast. Um, that will be out. Um, I'm scheduling uh, dates. I'm going to have um, Ernesto Grumzilla. He's the host of the Flashback with the Homies podcast. That's going to be out. And also um, the VIP podcast episode 63 should be out. Uh, Just Talk podcast episode I did with the three guys. That's going to be out. Um, I'm also going to be doing a podcast with Tanya Estrada. Um, I'll let you know what date that's going to be on. But, uh, you know, I'm going to keep myself very, very busy. And, um, oh, and also, I'm also going to do the Mega Man's Life Part 7 and 8. So, um, that's going to be really, really, uh, deep talks. And I, I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to put those out and we're almost there guys i know <laughs> we're almost there uh from practicing this quarantine uh we're probably gonna be back to normal in mid-may i can't wait um i want to hit up some breweries i just want to party just what i miss you guys uh, i miss going to bottle shares i miss uh hanging out with a lot of people and uh you know, right now the time is 3.24, man. Mega Man just can't sleep right now. I've um, been venging on ESPN watching uh, the documentary of The Last Dance. And it's a, it's, a, it's a really good documentary about the Chicago Bulls. And uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, I just, so uh, other than that, guys, uh, I hope everyone's doing good. I hope everyone's all being safe. I love you guys. I miss you. Uh, shout outs to all the podcasters. Uh, shout outs to all my friends. Shout outs to everyone that follows the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, Mega Man, miss you. And once this quarantine's done, uh, we're all going to go out drinking. All right. All right. I hope you love this episode with me and my boy, Chris, the co-host of the Kickback Podcast. All right. I'm out. Enjoy and let this episode continue. All right, we're back on. Uh, Chris, man, we got so much to talk about. I know we're going to talk about you and where you grew up at, but there's a couple topics we got to talk about. What do you think what happened with the UFC, man, with the, the, what was it, uh, the UFC 249? Uh, so what happened was pretty, yeah, pretty much, if you guys don't know, Dana White tried to put on a, a UFC event. Yes. Blasted it out. Even said that he's like, oh, man, I have a... a a fight island that we're working on as well. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that's crazy. So trying to have the fight, uh, Tony Ferguson. Uh, but what ended up happening is what? He, they just canceled him. You know, the di- pretty much the higher-ups at Disney and ESPN, they they just told him, all right, man, you know, we you, you can't do this. You can't do this. You're going to fuck everything up. And you're putting a lot of people at risk, even though even if they sign waivers and stuff like that. Like, who knows? Like, Someone can get sick, even if you test them. Like, they, they don't show signs of symptoms. Like, some people don't even get tests. Like, show on the test that they're they're sick or something. Like, so, there was just too much red tape to get through. It yeah. sucks. It would have been fun to see. Yeah, I know. Uh, the higher-ups, which we talk about ESPN and Disney, but the, actually the higher-up person who canceled it was the governor of California when he found out there was going to be a UFC fight. That governor called Disney and ESPN, this is not going to happen. So that's when the higher-ups told Dana, don't put the show on. Yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate just because 
I was uh I was looking forward to it, but at the same time, you know what? It 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 is what it is. It's I know, but you know, with <laughs> this whole thing is it, I mean, with the Khabib and Tony Cur- Curse, I'm like, no, this is a setback. It's it's okay. This they're gonna it's gonna happen maybe in July or August before Khabib's Ramadan and all that stuff. It, it it's it's gonna happen for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. They were gonna go. They were gonna pair up Tony Ferguson with uh, Justin Gaethje, which would still would have been a cool fight. But unfortunately, we're just gonna have to wait. Which you know what? I don't mind just because the quality of fight. Who knows what we would have seen? Like we don't know the amount of training these guys are actually getting in. Like I want to see a tip top Tony Ferguson and a tip top uh, Khabib when I watch when I want when I see them fight. I don't want to see a you know, a fucked up version where it's like, oh man, well, if if I if I had a real training camp, I would have beat him. Like, no, 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 I don't want to hear that shit. No excuses. Yeah, it's gonna happen and all that stuff. So you know, and since we're talking about sports, man, man, I know in a way you're going crazy, man. It's like, fuck, man, I need some sports. I need some fucking baseball. <sighs> you know what? It 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 is the most frustrating time ever, just because. Um, I I love fucking sports. I like whenever someone asks like, "Oh, what's your favorite?" I don't have a fucking favorite. I love them all. I love football, I love basketball, I love baseball. Like I love I love them all. Like I'm you've you've been a uh, you've been to where we record uh the podcast and you could see like all the sports stuff that I have hanging up. Oh, oh yeah. I think at the time that you were there there was two fucking TVs in here. It was it was crazy. I know. I, I like it. You have TV, you have podcasts, you have everything going on and shit like that. Who's your favorite team right now? So for football, my favorite team is the Green Bay Packers. Okay. For basketball, it's the Lakers. Okay. And then for um, baseball, it's the Red Sox. Oh, that, I didn't see that coming right there. Red Sox, huh? Yeah, and I, everyone asked me, what the fuck? Why are you Red Sox fan? The, the main reason it's my brother's fault, it's Deadmalt's fault, because he's a Yankee fan. And instead of being like a, a buddy to him and be like, oh, partner in crime with, uh, with my brother, I was like, nope, I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to pick the rival of the Yankees, which is the Red Sox. Yeah, so, we're gonna, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about your brother. Not Denmark. We're going we're gonna to call him Gilbert. Yeah, so what's crazy is I don't even call him Gilbert because, <laughs> yeah, my, dad, my dad's name is Gilbert. I call him Junior. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the, the world calls him Deadmalt slash Gilbert. I call him Junior. Does your dad have a favorite son? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know, to be honest. Like, I for sure, me and my sister always, like, joke around that, my mom, I think my mom, her favorite is for sure my brother. I think that's what that's what that's like our, our our running joke with me and my sister. But my dad, I don't know. He he says he loves us all the same, which I, I believe him. My mom, too. I believe them. But they you have kids like do you have a favorite like is it? I don't have kids. So I for sure you have to have one that's like I love you all equally, but he's a little bit more funnier. He's like I like him more just because of this. I, but all my kids have different personalities. Like my daughter, she's more independent. She's more like I don't even listen to your ass. My my baby, <laughs> son, my baby son Emiliano, he's like, Dad, you're not your jokes are not even fucking funny. Like not even funny to me. Uh, Alexander, my son, he's more like 
he's a homebody, dude. He's just more like a like a computer whiz, like internet and all that. My son Gavin, the oldest one, because my son has autism, um, he's more mm-hmm. wants to help out and you know has has a nice personality. Which one? Which one of your kids is more like like you, personality wise? I see my daughter Luna. Really? Why is that? Oh, she has like no fucks given. I'm not gonna <laughs> you. I'm gonna do what I want. I, I scold her and say, "Hey, don't do that." And she's gonna be like, "What? Really? This?" Like she'll tease me and and you know, like she just she likes to play because that's how I was. I was a little, I was a, I was a little chion. You know, I was yeah. a little. Like, I I'm gonna do what I want. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. What kind of um, just little cyber? What what kind of dad are you? Are you like the the fun dad who tries to like make everything all fun and games and everything? Or are you like the strict dad who like you know shuts shit down real fast? Or maybe uh, something in the middle? I'm kind of more in the middle where it's like you know I want my kids to have a like a fun time, but in a way I don't want my kids to be spoiled because that's where they're really going to depend on you. And because the reason why I do that, I like to be in the middle. I like to be a cool dad, but I like to be strict. But I like to give them chores and this, what to do. And I know in a way people be like, oh, you shouldn't do that to your, your, your kids or this, whatever. But I don't like sheltering my kids. I like teaching my kids reality to get them ready for the real world. So we'll be like, man, why, did you, why, why was my dad hard on me? Why is my dad telling me to work or do chores and this? Because I want to make men out of them. I want to be like, hey, you got to take care of yourself. You got to do everything and stuff. And when if I be hard on them or this or whatsoever, I'm giving them a taste of the real world. Once they're 18 or 19, they want to move out. You're, you're on your own. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you all the experiences, all the stuff that I need. So you can be better men or my daughter, too, could be a better woman. So it's like... You know, like, I'm going to make it on my own. I know how to pay my bills. I know how to clean and take care of myself. I know from right from wrong. It's just sometimes like that. And that's what I feel sometimes with, with, I told my ex who I have a son with, my baby son. I was like, I know you spoil him. I know you want to give him the world, but I don't want you sheltering our son more to the point. He's too weak when it comes to reality in the, in the world. It's, it's, it's going to eat him up alive. Yeah. And, you know, for myself, I feel like I, I, I'm blessed with having amazing parents. And what's what's crazy is that the older you get, you know, you look back and you think like, ah, that's why they did that. Or that's why they were, you know, you know, treated me the way they treated me or talked to me the way they talked to me. Like, for example, you know, my dad, you know, all the way up until I was all the way at the end of high school, you know, he he would be on my ass. Like, he'd be on my ass about a lot of shit. And my brother's a little bit older than me. He's said, well, yeah, he's seven years older than me. So when he was, like, 18, 19, like, he was already, you know, out of high school and stuff like that. Like, I saw that he was treating him differently. Like, I was like, what? Why is he always on my ass? Like, what the fuck? Like, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't until I graduated high school where it's like, all right, man, like, I, I, I did what I had to do. I got you all the way through high school. You know, you're a man. Now we can just now. Then that's when he kind of, you know, laid back and was, you know, now I have a total different relationship with my dad where it's like we can joke around with each other. Um, you know, I could crack jokes at him. He'll crack back, uh, crack jokes at me. Like, you know, we have that different relationship where it's like so many people want to be friends with their kids. 
where it's like, no, 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 they don't need a friend. They already have enough friends. They need a parent. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he did is he was my parent and my mom as well. They were my parents until I turned, you know, 18 and I got old enough to where, you know, they can relax and say, you know what? You're an adult too. So we're going to treat you like one. We're going to talk to you like one. We're going to be, now we're going to be like your friends. And that's good. Like, you know, it's, it's all about the respect. And I feel like this is the thing, you know, cause I, I, I didn't grow up with a dad. My dad was halfway there, but I always imagine what would happen if like there was every man in the picture when in a relationship in a marriage where it would probably cut the, the, the deficit in half where, a lot of the kids are not fucked up from broken marriages and shit, like whatever. Or sometimes I worry, sometimes I always think about what happens if like a guy got a girl pregnant and he's there for his daughter instead of being a deadbeat dad. I bet you there'll be a lot of kids out there not being fucked up, you know? Yeah. And what's crazy is that, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I work at a school and when I'm done at work, I, and that's something some people don't know is that I coach, after school sports. So I'll coach football when it's football season. I'll coach basketball when it's basketball season. I've coached track before. Um, I've done baseball, but for the most part right now we're doing foot. I coach football and basketball boys at boys basketball one season. And then the girls the next. Oh, yeah. And uh, just having conversations with like these kids they're you know, they're in middle school and you can tell like there's some kids that who don't grow up with a dad and, you can see that they, they need that male figure in their life. And, you know, there's been times where, you know, kids, you know, they'll call me like, oh, man, you're like my uncle or you're like, like the biggest praise ever is like you're I'm that I'm their father. I'm, I'm their male role model that they're looking up to or that they seek advice from, which, you know, I still get kids that I coached years ago. And now they're seniors in high school or they're juniors in high school and they're texting me like, hey, uh, something happened and like, can I get your thoughts on this or your advice or what should I do? And, you know, that's, that's the biggest praise ever just to, you know, hear kids and, and have them trust you, especially when their trust is broken because maybe their father ran out on them or whatever the case may be. Fuck man. Like that's some, that's some fucking deep shit right there. And, you know, I just don't want to be that person where I know I want to be there for my kids. And I, what I try to do is this year is, um, try to change everything to want to spend more time with my kids work less, which means, I mean, I'm good with money, but I want to work less because I used to work over 60 hours and I want to work instead of working 60 hours, I want to work 35 hours, but still have a good paycheck. But in a way I want to spend more time with my kids, you know? Yeah, for sure. They, they, every, every kid needs time with their, with their dad and their mom. I know. Um, and that's where one of the reasons why at the time, I was doing so much podcast, and I would leave my kids with my ex or, you know, I'm doing this and doing this. But now, since I already have my calendar and this and, you know, whatever, it's going to be totally different where I might be doing about, what, four episodes a month, which means, like, I might do two podcasts, maybe two on Wednesday and two on Thursday. Then all of a sudden, I could put one – I could put an episode out each week, and that's it. And – um so I can spend more time with my kids. But the only thing I'm going to have to work on is trying to cut less on social media where I want to see if there's a website or something where when I want to promote, it syncs to all my social media as well. I don't have to worry about it because you know how I am kickback, you know, Chris, 
when I go hard on social media, I want to promote the fucking episode. Like, if I have to put fucking 20 stories up, I got to do what I got to do to yeah. boost the numbers up and boost your numbers up if you have me on, you know? Yeah, you want to spread it like wildfire. Uh, yeah. Some people get irritated by it. Like, Mega Man, I don't like what you're doing. It's like, well, do you want your story to be told? Do you want your numbers to be up? Do you want people to get more followers in this? Just, yeah, I don't get that when people don't don't like that. I, don't, I have no idea what the hell. Is I the don't problem? know. I, I I really don't know. And I always tell them. Remember, I always tell them this: when I have, when I get you on the podcast, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna blow you up. So be ready for your high alerts. I always tell if I'm gonna be tagging you, put your phone on do not disturb because I will tag you about 25, 30 IGTVs. I'm gonna do all that stuff because I have to promote the episode so it can last about maybe two and a half days and stuff like that. And since I have all those stories saved and this, whatever, I can always rerun it, you know? Exactly. And, you know, even when you message me like, hey, uh, can you send me a picture of the logo and can you send me some pictures of yourself? Mm-hmm. I didn't be like, why? Or why do you need a picture of me? Like, no, bro, I know why. Because you're going you're gonna to promote it, you're going to post it, and you need some content to post. Like, it's, I get it. It's understandable. Yeah, understandable. So, so some people are just not used to it. It's like, why do you need all this stuff? Because, you know, you got to promote. You got to do whatever you can to have your story told. And um, I remember um, when I had my last a couple episodes back, I had Heidi Perez uh, from the Dusty and Heidi show, the, the lady. And um, she was telling me, Mega Man. Dude, I've got so many new followers because of this episode. He said, yeah, because you fucking teased the guy. You're talking about your fucking threesome with the lesbian girl. Of course, people are going to have their fuck Guys are going to have their fucking loses and jack off, you know? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, she, she guys are telling me, Megan, what the fuck was that? It's like, what? You fucking, you, you honey dick, that's the wife. She had us on a high. She had us on a low. So what do you mean? I got my dick hard, and all of a sudden, she, she put it back down. I got my dick hard again. I got it back down. She knows how to get that spot. And we only scratched the surface with Heidi Perez. And when we do a part two, dude, it's it's going to be all open. It's all going to be about sexual stuff. Yeah, well, you're not getting that on this on this episode. I'm not getting anybody hard on this one. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not going to get that one hard, but... And that's where a lot of uh, that's where I want to have a mixture. So I want to have a lot of women on, and uh, you know, is this it's going to be good? It's going to be a lot of good times because when this coronavirus is done, I mean, fuck, I already have fifty six new guests I'm going to have on the podcast, and and I'm going to be traveling. Um, I didn't tell you, I'm in the works right now of trying to get Brian Ortega from the UFC. Nice. On the podcast, I like him. On the podcast. And Josh Thompson, he was a Strike Force champion. And yep. yeah, uh, because uh, I follow uh, his producer, Podcast Dave, from the podcast called The, the Way Ins. And they do it in the Barrier. So I'm going to travel over there, do a podcast with Dave and do Josh Thompson and everything. And Aaron McKee, the UFC, uh, no, the Bellator. He's on the Featherweight Grand Prix. His father is well known. Uh, he was in the UFC and all that stuff. The McKee family. There's a lot of good people I want to get on. And I don't know if you know this athlete. I'm going to get on because this guy was before LeBron James as the high school sensation. Uh, Shea Cotton. I don't know who heard that name. Shea Cotton. Yep. I heard he's a basketball legend. Yeah. I'm going to try to get him on my podcast because um, 
I know he has a documentary and um, I love, I've been following Shea Cotton for a long time. I know he's a teacher at, I want to correct me wrong if I'm wrong, I think it's at Milligan, but he was doing a lot of uh, inspiration stuff and he's a teacher and, uh, you know, I want to talk about what happened when he was so big in the, in the phenom as a high school player, then he had a stink and this, whatever, where, you know, for example, what happened with Lenny Cook, where in the documentary, he was like a good basketball player in LeBron's era, but he, he chose the wrong path of the fast times, fast women, dr- drugs whatsoever, mm-hmm. and it just kind of shattered his NBA career, you know? Yeah, and what's crazy is that I can see that you, you're you into sports and you're into, you're into um, you know, MMA and fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's crazy is that once upon a time before – I did the kickback. I had another podcast called The Hot Corner, and that was literally just all sports. So all I did was talk about sports. I broke everything down, and that one was like I had I had so much fun. I would do it by myself. I would have you know my friends on every now and I would have Jesse on every now and then. Um, you know I would have my friends on it every so often, but I I used to love doing that. I still do it every now and then, but. Um, I remember just doing those and and trying to get so many people on and guests on. I remember I was uh, I interviewing uh, Eric Anders. He's in the UFC, you know, middleweight, light heavyweight, um, you know, just a whole bunch of Jordan Young from Bellator. So you know, I I, I feel you like I, I feel you that when when you're trying when you're really into something like you want to get some guys on and it it's fun. And I was thinking about doing that like releasing some of my old interviews um, from the hot corner, but posting them on the kickback kind of like as a throwback. Oh, dude, that would be like so amazing if you did that, because I would love to hear like, and that's one thing I always, I like to do like throw a little, like a throwback because, you know, I, I, I like a while back, I found my episode one. And when you hear it, it's cheesy. It's <laughs> fucking cheesy. Hey, what's up guys? Like, Oh my God. Oh my god, dude! I, I I'll never forget when I did uh when I started doing radio, um it was hilarious. I I didn't know how to how to start a show, mm-hmm. like I didn't know like just to like jump in it. So I would just I didn't know what to say. So I'd be like, hi, <laughs> uh, like that's it. Like I would be like, hi, how's it? Hi, uh, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And it wasn't until like maybe like two three episodes in. My co-host, uh, Tugboat, who's been on the podcast before, he, right before I was about to start, he's like, hey, 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 Chris. I was like, yeah. He's like, don't fucking say hi, please. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the stuff that in the beginning of the podcast, we look back, we're like, fuck, I don't want to hear that shit again. Yeah, and it's crazy to hear, like, I have all of my podcast save from the hot corner all the way Dude, I'll never forget my the first because when I did the hot corner, I did it on radio first. And then after a while, I switched it over to a podcast. I still have that first episode saved um, on my phone. I have it right now. I have it right here. And it's crazy. Like I have it's it, The first episode was me and my friend Tugboat on the fourth of uh, no, the July on July 3rd in a fucking RV. I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. Since we're talking about this, dude, I want a lot of the uh, listeners to know who Chris is all about from the Kickback Podcast, man. Because, like, we're, we're like, everywhere, but not really. We're, like, kind of structured. But, like, dude, 
you're coming up with some good stuff about you, but I want people to know who is Chris all about. So where did you grow up at? So I grew up in South Whittier, um, pretty much born and raised in South Whittier. And I've, I've lived in Whittier my whole life. Um, when I hit, what's crazy is like how this, how it's so weird, like how the kickback started. Yeah. Um, it all started with me at the age of 14. Uh-huh. I went to Cal High and I tried out for the baseball team. I didn't make it. And somehow um, the, peop- the, the, the team in Montebello High School, they heard that I didn't make the team. And they told me, hey, Chris, if you can get to Montebello High School, there's a spot on the team for you. And that was the first big decision of my life. It's, is it leave all my friends that I grew up with and go play baseball at a high school I didn't even know fucking existed? Or, you know, just stay here and wait and try out one more year. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just go to Montebello and let me try out there. And sure enough, the first fucking guy on the team that I see was Jesse. Oh, shit. And me and him were friends. Uh, we had played Little League Baseball together. Okay. And I didn't, know, I didn't know anybody. And I'm walking around the school, and I see Jesse. I'm like, oh, my God. I fucking know somebody here. I went right up to him. I was like, hey, Jesse, what's up? Like, so ever since then, like, after I got out of high school, like, it was, it was just crazy. Like, that's how, like, if you fast forward, like, if I didn't make that decision then, I don't know how or who I would be doing the kickback with. Fuck, that dude. I didn't even know about that. That's a dang. Now I know. Oh, that's good. It's good. Yeah, I, I think back on that it's every now and then. Like, man, if I didn't make that decision, I wouldn't know who Jesse is. I wouldn't know who Jay was because he went to that school too. Like, mean, I, I, my whole life would be so how'd much How do you different. meet Jay? So Jay, same thing. Jay, he... We all played baseball together in high school at Montebello. He's one year younger than us. But so when we were seniors, we were on the varsity baseball team. And Jay got called up to be on the varsity team. And at that time, he didn't have alopecia. He had a full set of hair. I was going to say that. So, yeah. So I knew Jay before alopecia. And me and him would just fucking die laughing. You can imagine. We were practically having kickback episodes in high school and we didn't even know it like out on the baseball field we would be dying laughing at each other and so we all met met each other through baseball that's kind of similar to a lot of friends who play baseball they always have that click yeah and what's crazy is that you know i always say and we've said this before on on our podcast like if you have a kid, I encourage you, I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you. Put them in a sport. Put them in some type of extracurricular activity that involves a team. It just, it changes their life. Like, I have friends that I can text at any moment that I haven't talked to in years. And they're going to text me right back. Mm-hmm. All because of baseball. All because of that bond that we shared um, playing sports, doing the grind all together. Like, you know, I have, you know, a, a very close friend of mine. I have uh, da- Daniel Lopez. Shout out to him. He's in Portland right now. I know exa- I know if I call him right now, he's going to pick up. He's going to, well, we can talk for hours. And we can just hang out or just t- hang on the phone. Yeah. Damn. So right after high school, when with everything, 
Uh, you went to college, and w- what was your major? Yeah, so I ended up going to Cerritos College, um, and I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to major in. Like that was the you know in high school with your senior year, it's like all right, where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna yeah, go? Yeah, I was yeah. like, um, the fucked up part was like I didn't I didn't get any financial aid, so I really couldn't you know I had to get money from my parents that I didn't really want to I didn't want them to pay for it. Um, I, so I tried to work and work and pay for school at the same. I remember there was a point in time where Dead Malt helped me out. He would buy my books or Gilbert Jr. He'd buy my books and stuff. So shout out to him. Um, but um, right in that that process, like, hey, what do you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Do something you like. Do something yeah. you like. That was always that's every, everything I would hear. So I said, you know what the fuck do I like? I love sports. That's all I know really. I was I was a decent you know student. But I love sports, and I want to. I, I want to be a broadcaster. I want to. I want to be. Uh, I, or actually, I went in. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to write about sports. I loved writing about it. I loved doing stuff like that. So I went to Cerritos, and I and I went through the journalism route, and it, it just it spiraled into like this big, this humongous thing of where we're at today. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, when I when I first started. Uh, I was in this journalism class. It was called Radio TV Film. And I've talked about this on the, the kickback before, but I'll, I'll say it again. Um, I was in a class called Radio TV Film with my friend Tugboat, who was in the same class as well. And um, I wasn't doing shit in that class. I would show up, but I really wouldn't do anything. Um, and midway through the semester, the professor, Mr. Bright, he says, all right, um, there's a few of you who are failing the class. Um, there's a few of you who, you know, can benefit from some extra credit. And the extra credit is if you go next door to our radio station that broadcasts all over, um, if you do a 30-minute episode and bring it back to me, um, you're going to get 10 points extra credit. And he, and he reminded us, like, hey, you're not going to be on air. You're just going to use the studio and record an episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, I looked at my friend Tugboat. I was like, hey, bro, I need this fucking extra credit. And I went and, you know, we, we signed up to do a, to rent the studio for, for 30 minutes. And we really didn't know what to talk about. We just talked about like some sports that happened, like the game. It was like football season at the time, I think. Um, so we talked about, you know, some football, some baseball and, you know, it, it was kind of wonky and we ended up doing it after every class, like every single day. So I ended up doing like, fuck, uh, like 15 episodes, like 15 episodes. And I give, I give him the CDs because at that time we had to record it on a CD. Oh shit. So... I, I recorded the CDs, I gave it to him, and he was like, whoa, that's a lot. And I was like, yeah, I need these fucking points. And sure enough, all those episodes that I did just boosted my grade up to an A. So I literally didn't have to do any assignments. I, just, I, I would just go and do the 30-minute the, the episode, and I would just turn in, the, turn in the, the show. So in a way, with all this, this is almost like kind of the beginning be like, hey, I can fucking do this if there's a podcast because I remember when I heard about podcasts was Adam Curry. He was the VJ for MTV. 
he is actually the truest godfather of the podcast. So to me, it's like what you're doing is it's almost like you're you're kind of in a way starting a podcast in a way. Am I right, kind of Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That literally, like at that time, it was it was 2013. Okay. So 2013, I had no idea what a podcast yeah. was. But what I did know is just a whole bunch of radio. I loved radio. I wouldn't really listen to music. I would just listen to AM radio. I would listen to talk shows. I would listen to Jim Rome. I'd listen to Cal- uh, Colin Cowherd. I'd listen to uh, ESPN um, on the AM radio, 710. Yeah. And I'd listen to all their, like, so I would try to copy them. I would try to mimic what they did and stuff like that, which, you know, in the beginning makes sense because you just don't know. You don't know your own voice. You don't know what the fuck oh, you're yeah. doing. So when I started doing that, the semester was over. Mm-hmm. And the guy who runs the, the podcast, uh, the guy who ran the radio station, he would see us there all the time. His name was his name's Casey Petrowski. I, I owe him so much. He's probably probably the one of the main reasons why why I do this and why I still do it to this day. So shout out to Casey Petrowski. Um, you know, he's uh, well in his I think at the time he's probably like in his 70s. So he's uh, probably a little bit older now. But what what he did, he's like, hey, you guys are here all the time. Um, do you got? Do you guys want to, you know, audition, and maybe you can be on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was, I looked at Tugbo and I said, you know what? Look, fuck it, we're here all the time, anyways. Might as well actually put it out there and people can hear it. So we auditioned. We got we got passed. Uh, Casey passed us, and you know he just really liked us. And there was something about me and him, me and Tugboat, and that that combination of really close friends he just Casey Petrowski loved it and he wanted it to be on on air and um I want to say in the beginning of 2014 is when I started doing um radio at at uh, WPMD and it, it just took off from there we called it the hot corner we talked about sports we were on once a week and then we started doing twice a week, and it just took off from there, man. Mm-hmm. So with the hot corner, how you, how everything is, you're getting experience and all that from radio, behind the scenes, and all that stuff. What made you decide to be like, you know what, Dead Mob, uh, let's start a fucking podcast. Yeah. So while I was at when I was doing radio, I ended up. Um, I, and something happened where uh, my friend Tugboat had to leave. Yeah, so he couldn't do the ra- he couldn't do the show anymore. So I ended up doing it by myself. I ended up doing it twice a week by myself for two hours yeah. every. But what was crazy is that I would have to fill in radio time. I would have to fill in. I mean, I mean, uh, commercial time. So I would have to plug the the commercials at a certain time. I'd have to do this. I I. And there, there's no board operator. I would have to run the board while I'm doing the show at the same time, while I'm playing the commercials, while I'm reading a, a PSA or a promo. It was a lot of work. And eventually, it came to a time where I was like, um, I, I, it came to a realization where it's like, hey, you know, radio isn't what, what it is anymore. You know, radio's dying. Radio isn't... Um, radio's just, it's not going to be there for much longer. Like, what's going on right now with podcasting? That was when I was like, what the fuck is podcasting, man? Like, people are, some people are talking about it. Not a lot of people are really into it, but 
from what I'm seeing, these podcasts are pretty fucking funny. They're unfiltered. You can cuss. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch the hot corner into a podcast. So I switched it over. I did it for a while, and it was fun. And then I came to a realization where I was like, I don't want to just talk about sports. I want to talk about more than sports. I want to talk about this movie that I saw that was funny. I want to talk about something that happened to me that was fucking hilarious. I want to talk about just stupid shit. And then that's when I was like, hey, uh, uh, you know, I came across with my brother and I was like, you know what? You, you, are you down to do a podcast together? And he was like, well, it's not about sports, right? Like, it's going to be about everything. He knows his sports, but I was like, no, I want it to be about anything, anything and everything. Yeah. So eventually that's when we were like, you know what? Let's do it together and let's um, and, and that's how it started, where it's just I, I wanted to talk about more. <laughs> Yeah, when you start, you and Deadmo with your brother Gilbert, when he started the kickback, I remember I subscribed because at the time, you brought Side Dick and George Perez on your podcast. I was like, whoa, who the fuck is this podcast? Yeah, for episode one was pretty ridiculous. Whoa. And I'm thinking about releasing that episode back again as kind of like another throwback. Fucking do it. Yeah. It was, uh, when I heard about Kickback, I was like, you know, and everything. And I heard the episode, I was like, God damn. It was like, who was this podcast coming out of fucking Whittier at the time? And you did a couple of podcast episodes. And after that, I, I didn't hear you. It was like, I was like kind of little, at the time, I always like binge off other people. And uh, when you guys took a break and I was like, what's going on? I haven't heard anything and from Kickback. And this is when I started beginning to follow the Instagram and all that. I was like thinking, like, please, God, I hope this the podcast is still up because I always been a huge uh, side dick and um, George Perez from George Perez podcast uh, stories. And I was like, what happened with your podcast? And was there like a transition um, right after that? Yeah. So what ended up happening is that. Um, we, my brother and I just couldn't match our schedules because that was the same time where, you know, I had to, I had to work to pay for school at the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my schedule got busier. I ended up, that's when the same time I started coaching, uh, after school sports. So my time got filled up even more and, you know, you know, same thing with my brother, he was getting promotions at work and, you know, he was getting more responsibility, um, uh, so things were just, it, it just wasn't the right time. Like it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. So when you guys took a break, you and Deadmo, was it like, man, are, you were kind of more in the back of your mind. Like, should I start the re should I renew? Should I restart the podcast with Cape? Oh, it was killing me. It was killing me not being able to do a podcast. Oh, see, that's how I feel right now. Like if I'm not doing podcasts, it's like, it's killing me. I mean, I always tell the story, like, if I'm not doing podcasts, it's killing me because to me, um, podcasts saved my life and podcasts to me, it conquered my depression. So I need podcasts to be alive, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it, it's so crazy. Like there's, there's some people who aren't made for podcasting. Th those are some of the people that are just, you know, maybe a little too shy. They don't like talking that much, but me personally, I there's just something about 
when I set this stuff up, when I set the equipment up, when the mic is in my right in front of me, when I see that red button or that red light that says we're recording it, there's nothing stopping me. This is my show. This is my world. I am in total control of what's going on right now. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. I mean, the way how I am, I want to know what's behind the scenes and everything. So when you and and your brother Gilbert Deadmau, when it was just too much, you took a break. When you, what made you decide to re, re kind of like the, you know, restart the whole podcast with Kickback? How did that start with your with the with the college you have now? Yeah, and what happened was. Like I said, I was just dying to do a podcast. I was doing, I was still doing the hot corner at the time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't filling the filling the void because I went back to being like, man, I, I still want to talk about other shit, and now I'm stuck just talking about sports. I love talking about sports, but you know, my listeners don't want to hear me ramble about other stuff. They love hearing about about sports. Um, so. I just threw it out there on a group chat. Yeah. You know, Je- Jesse's on it. Jay's on it. Uh, our other friends, Louie, Abe, and Eric, who who have all been on the podcast at some point. Um, I threw it out there on our group chat. Hey, guys, would any of you any of you consider doing a podcast of your own? And literally, immediately, all of them were like, no, 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 no. I was like, fuck. And I was like, no. And I was like, I tried to rephrase the question. I was like, would any of you be interested starting a podcast with me on the, like together? And then that's when Jesse was like, Oh yeah, I thought you meant by myself. And he was like, no, I'd be down to do a podcast with you, Chris. Oh shit. And Jay, Jay was like, Hey, I'm down to like, be the, be the guy on the side looking shit up and, you know, you know, just, just to get out of the house. Like, I don't mind, you know, do being that type of guy. pressing record and shit and i was like okay that's a producer jay you could be our producer boom and eventually i was like nah jay just just be on the fucking show with us you're 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 gonna be on there with us fucking jay he he gets all tripped out it's like wait steven why you looking at me like motherfucker you have no hair motherfucker (laughs) oh bro that was the that was the one of the most funniest things that's ever happened (laughs) is just we see it all the time that's why (laughs) we we see it all the time and especially when we have guests on you know, they look at me and Jesse or whatever, and then they, they, they look at Jay just a little bit longer. And it, it's just funny to it's funny to see to see like the, the wheels turning in their head, like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like and it's 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 so funny because like I'll, I'll even say, um, we had a professional fighter on, uh Georgia Costa. He's awesome. Uh he ended up he actually grew up where I grew up and um, I had him on. I had him on the podcast, and we're talking, right? And he's looking at Jay, and Jesse just says, it. "He's like, you know what? Uh, do you notice anything about Jay?" And he points at the eyebrows, and he's like, "Well, motherfucker, got no eyebrows." And he's like, "Yep, alopecia, my friend." Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like looking. It's like I get this a lot. I was like looking. It's like you know, like the movie, like Austin Powers, when Fred Savage is like, he's like, "Oh shit, more, 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 more." As a moment, yeah, like, I was like, yeah, that. but and to me, I always respect. But with Jay's, like, he played it off as a joke, like, and it's like, after that, I was like, comfortable with him. Like, Jay's, Jay and Jesse is like, those guys are super cool. I know they, uh, 
they follow the podcast, you know, and everything. And I think it was a good fit for you to have Jay and Jesse on the podcast. And it when you had that dynamic duel and hearing your podcast, when you up to date it and everything, um, I started listening to it. You know, I listen to every episode. I'm not, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I listen to Thank every episode. I listen to every episode, and like, man, the story. I love the most is like, who the fuck, fucking, <laughs> had shit coming out of the fucking bathroom, fucking shower, dude. Yeah, that was me, bro. I had, I had, I had, a, I took a big shit, and it clogged the whole. <laughs> It clogged the whole pipes, bro. It clogged everything to the point where shit was coming out of the tub. And my sister walked into the restroom. She's like, what the fuck? There's shit in the tub. There's shit in the tub. I was like, oh, my God. I thought it went down. I was howling, laughing. I was At the time, I was working at at another uh, store. But I heard I was laughing for days. And it was like, when I started hearing that when you guys redid the episode, and every episode that you did, Chris, with uh, Jay and Jesse, was getting better and better and better. And the one thing I was kind of worried is when you had one of your guests on where you guys went on vacation and it was Jay and Jesse or, or was it Jay and they did an episode by themselves. So I was like, how are they going to fucking do it? Oh, yeah, for sure. And what's crazy is that um, just doing it with them and... I, I, whether they know it or not, I implant I, I plant seeds in their head. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, you should try this, or hey, this is what works, or you know, or I, I kind of just if you really listen listen to the beginning episodes, the first few episodes, I I really wanted them to take control of themselves. Like I wanted them, I wanted the podcast to be theirs just as much as it is mine. Exactly. Like we're all in this together. So you could see if you listen back, there's episodes where I sit back and I don't say anything. Because where I sit back and I'm like, I'm going to let them banter and go back and forth. I don't want to butt in. I don't want to have to egg on a new conversation or, you know, if the conversation dies down, I don't want to have to be the one that starts a new topic or whatever. Like, let them do it. I want to see what's going So little by little, like whether they noticed it or not, I just wanted I I was pretty much coaching them up to do it but at the same time like they 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 just knew they knew just to be themselves and they're they're fu- they're, they're so awesome behind the mic like they they they're just so so comfortable. And then that's what I like that what you're trying to do is because you're trying to give uh Jay and Jesse uh experience on the podcast to you know to get them better and 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 that's the thing about podcasts of the growth. And it's like to me when I hear an episode, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like your episodes are getting better and better and better and better. And <laughs> I don't want to mention this, but when I heard the podcast of Rambling Alcoholics, I was like, okay, okay. Would I get mad? <laughs> I was like, would I get mad about it? And when he said like, oh my god, Mega Man's a fart in the wind or a bug on the floor. <laughs> you know, to me, it's like that's that's it. That's all you got. You know, like I even called them out, and they looked at it, and I said, "Hey, look it. If you think that your podcast is a shit or whatsoever, I'll compare you to everything. Let's match up. Let's match up with your numbers. Let's match up with this and this." And to me, I was like, they looked at it, but they ignored it because, like you know, like when they said Ramble Alcoholics. You know, like we're we're not gonna listen to how Mega Man is and stuff. And when I heard the episode, I was like, 
they said maybe 60% right, but they left out another 40%. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But I'm not going to dwell on it and stuff like that. It was, to me, it was, it was kind of funny. And there was a lot of topics. Like, I mean, look, let's, let's, let's get into it. How, how did you feel when you did the Rambling Alcoholics podcast? Uh, when I did, when I did there, oh, I recently just did theirs. Yeah. Um, it was, it was fun. Like, uh, Jaime, who I've known for a few years now, I, he's awesome. His wife is awesome. She's like, she, they're all part of our family, you know? Yeah. Um, through, through my sister, but, uh, doing their podcast is fun. Like, like I said, I enjoy doing podcasts, whether it's with, you know, by myself, whether it's with you, whether it's with Ramley Alcohol, whether it's another podcast. I just love doing podcasts and like with, with them, it was, it was, it was cool. Like I was in a, the, the, I think my favorite part was the, the last, you know, part of the show where they, they, ra- they rattle off, you know, a few questions. Oh yeah. They, because they're like all everywhere and stuff like that. I think at the time when I did their podcast, I was kind of more like, what is this podcast about? It was just too much out of the place. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to talk bad about ramblings. They're, they're going to do their podcast. They're, they're going to do what you got to do. But to me, when they when they talk bad about me on the podcast, I was kind of, a lot of people were kind of like, who heard the podcast uh, from my members and everything. They're like, that's not true. Because, I, because everything was on live, you know, and they saw what, what was going on. So to me, I'm not going to get mad over it. You know, they're going to do what they got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. But, you know, podcast is a podcast. You know, they have their opinion. I have my opinion. But when they say, like, I don't even know who Mega Man was. I don't know he was that special or this or well-known. At the time, I wasn't. But in a way, when I see things that what they did and I see things what I did, it was more kind of like difference. Like, it was kind of like off-put. And, you know, there's things like I saw different than what they did on their podcast. And I was like thinking to myself, not not to be like an, an asshole, but I felt like to me, I was more like steps ahead of the of, of what they're doing on the podcast. And I was like, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this. And it was just like, you know, every podcast is going to be different for what they do. Is this that to me, I, I'm on another, I'm on another level on the podcast. What do you think? So I, I think for me, um, when it comes to podcasting, yes, it's true. There are people are on different levels in the sense that maybe you've done more or you're more experienced. You've done more episodes. Like, like I said, like some people, when they see ours and it says 42 episodes or 41 episodes, mm-hmm. they don't realize that, at least on my end, I've been doing this since 2013. I can't imagine I can't even count how many episodes or hours I've done of radio of podcasts like like I have the utmost confidence when it comes to doing a show so I think when it comes to podcasting you just need to have confidence and if you don't the people who are listening are gonna feel it and gonna hear it and gonna sense it because the moment you start to get flustered, the moment you start to get nervous, or the moment you just don't know what the fuck you're saying, the audience, the listeners are going to notice, and they're either going to not tune in anymore, or they're going to call you out on your shit. Exactly. And I, 
I guarantee you, like, there's moments where I, there's shit that I don't, or I fuck up a word, or I, I stumble, and I, you know, maybe I'm trying to talk too fast, and I, you know, I stumble through a sentence or, or two. That's fine. But how you come back from it, that's how the episode's going to go. You don't want to just dwell on, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up a word. That's it. This show's going to shit. Like, no, you just go with it. You, you fucked up. You fucked up. That's the, por- that's the, por- the point of podcasting where, um, at least for us, like, we don't edit shit out. We don't, like, clean up a lot of things. Like, we anything, really. Like, the shit you hear is the shit that we all heard. There is nothing that you're not hearing. There is nothing that you're missing out on. Everything that we say on the podcast is being put out for you to hear. And that's what I like. Like, I like stuff that's unfiltered and it's a part of experience and all that stuff and everything. Dude, I totally get it. I like where your head's at and everything. But right now, um, we're going to take a, one last break for like five minutes because cause when we get right back, um, when we do, when we come back on the on the the, the podcast, this is going to be a free for all. So, with me and Chris, when we come back on the podcast, it's going to be a free for all, which means we're going to say whatever we want. It's free. We could talk our shit and this, whatever. And I, first thing first, Chris, what are you drinking right now? All right. So at the this very moment, uh, I'm drinking this beer from Offshoot Beer Company. It's a hazy. It's a hazy IPA. It's double dry hopped. It's called Relax. Yeah, because that's what I'm doing. Right <laughs> wanna, I'm relaxing. I'm, drink, I'm drinking one of Randy's beers from Phantom of the Carriage, uh, Broad uh, Acres with raspberry from uh, uh, Phantom of the Carriage. Shouts to Randy because I know he hears the podcast and everything. Bro, Randy's so, Randy's awesome. Real quick, just because he 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 gave us a fuck ton of beer. Um, to do what's on tap, so he gave us a fuck ton of beer. Plus, now, especially during quarantine, I play with uh, my brother and I'll play with Randy on uh, Call of Duty. Randy's pretty fucking good at Call of Duty, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Randy, yeah, he's yeah, I, I don't play video games, fucking beers, but when um, I heard the episode with you, Deadmau, and Randy, I was like, with talking about beers, I was very, very intrigued. I was like to the point, Randy. I'm over here at Rat Phantom the Carriage. He he gave me the special. He hooked me up with a couple of beers to take home, and uh, you know, one day I told him, Randy, man, you're very knowledgeable on beers, man. I would love to have you on my podcast, and uh, we're we're gonna make it happen, babe. Because that's the thing. It's like I listen to your guys's podcast, and uh, man, like I said, that episode was fucking good when you did with your brother and uh, uh, Randy. Yeah, and it, it was fun doing it just because he had so much to say. He had like so much, like he pretty much he had so much knowledge to drop. Yeah, he broke everything down on the craft beer game, uh, some of the breweries out in the OC area and everything about this beer and this and everything. It was a very cool episode, but in a way, it was very knowledgeable when. You have someone in the beer game brings a whole bunch of beers and this and breaks everything down. That's what I love to fucking hear. Yeah, and I feel like that was what most of our listeners wanted, especially like the craft beer community listeners, because we have some people that are kind of we have our listeners are kind of everywhere. But for the most part, some of most of some of them are from, you know, the craft beer community. So I knew I knew like I needed to 
you know, kind of, you know, give give them something to to really enjoy and and like kind of as a thank you, like, all right, you guys are embracing me in the craft beer community, so I'm gonna drop this little gem for you. <laughs> and that's what I love to hear. I love to hear about real talk, craft beers, you know, with the guys. It's like one one of the fellas, you know, with the kickback and everything. And it, and, I, and I, dude, I, I'm gonna be honest. I heard about four times that episode four fucking. Thank times. you. And uh, like I said, I love what you guys are doing. I love the podcast. I I know we did it. We took a break, but I want to talk about. When you redoing the podcast and everything with uh, Jane Jesse, when you all of you guys came on your own, and now that every episode that you guys are doing, it's getting better and better, and now you guys are reaching the platform like, oh shit, a lot of motherfuckers are hearing us now. I, like, how do you how do you guys take that? Yeah, um, for them, for them, it, like I always let them know. Excuse me. I always let them know, like, hey, uh, like, you know, because Anchor has those the, you know, the statistics and the stats of like where people listen, what countries people listen to or for where they listen from. So we have people listening all over the world and um, it, it's cool. And I, I share it with them. And for sometimes they're, they're still like they can't believe it. Like what? Like someone in Ireland, people in Ireland listen to us or people in the UK or people here, they're like people like they trip out that there's that uh, they listen to people or they trip out. Like when maybe we meet someone or I meet someone like uh, at the, the beer share, you know, it was my first one. And, you know, some people figured out that I was part of the kickback and, you know, they were talking about us and talking about, Oh man, I love, you know, Jay and he's so funny or I love Jesse, you know, he's this and that. Like, so I, I go back and I tell him like, Oh, I met this person who listens to the podcast or I met these people and they were talking about how you guys are this or that. And um, they, they always trip out and they always enjoy, enjoy it. And um, it's crazy because Jay is, Jay is more of like the, the mellow type where he's just like, where like sometimes you don't, you can't get a good read on him where it's like, dude, you could be like, Oh, want dude, I want, you won the fucking lottery. He'd be like, Oh man, that's cool. What? <laughs> I don't know about Jay, but when I saw you kick back podcast, and when you in on those stories, if you look and scroll down, and you look and you click on it, you see fucking Jay grabbing two beers and chugging it like fucking oh, fuck yeah. Boston and drink. I was like, that's not fucking Jay. Yeah, no see that Jay. that's, that's Vegas Jay. <laughs> oh, that was in Vegas. That was in Vegas, and that, yeah, <laughs> we we have so many stories that we've said on the podcast, and there's so many other stories that we haven't said that we kind of agreed to each other. Like, yeah, let's not say that one. Like, that one was a little too fucked up. But oh yeah, man. but uh, <laughs> that would be that that would be so awesome if like you have stories because I love like Mega Man is so interested in fucking stories and and cheese man like how you guys are and shit. It's like. I love fucking stories, but you don't want to mention. Oh, bro! That, I I told you before. I love like when we had you on, and then we had the Ramley Alcoholics on. I love fucking cheese, man, so much that I was like, bro, the moment you guys had your little, and I don't want to go too far back into it, but uh, the moment you guys had your little beef or whatever, um, I immediately in my head, I knew for a fact I was like, I'm gonna have all these motherfuckers on, and it's gonna be hilarious and it's going to be amazing because i love cheese man 
<laughs> and I knew for a fact, like I was like, these guys don't know it yet, but when they come on, they're gonna come on so close together that it's gonna be so perfect for our listeners to like connect the dots from both episodes. Like it's not gonna be like, all right, one time we have Mega Man, and then like six months from now, no. I was like, this is going to line up so perfect that everyone's gonna enjoy it, and pretty much. I have yet to hear one person who did not enjoy listening to both sides and just like either picking picking a side or just enjoying like oh my god that was that was fucking hilarious just enjoying the cheese man like because I, people, yeah because a lot of people who who heard the episode of ramblings and a lot of the people that the hardcore listeners listen to me be like fuck those guys I heard it I was there I wasn't alive fuck those guys like they saw the live you know like. The people who saw the live when I did their podcast is like, that's not even fucking true. Because on the live, that guy fucking farted and he walked. And I told him, like, what the fuck, dude? Everything was on. I could have saved it, but everything was on my fucking live for like an hour. Yeah. And what was cool was that uh, when I finally released both of them, um, I had people messaging you, like, from people who listen to your podcast. And then I had people from their podcast, people that they listen like, like it was just like I was I was stuck in the middle of both, of both like groups, and I was like, ah, I love it. It's fucking hilarious. I know. Uh, when I was like tagging you, I was telling you like, hey man, this is not true and everything, and I made it more. I was pissed off in a way, but like that's the shit's not true. And I called them out. It's like, hey. I tagged them as like I call you up and I hey if you say all this shit let's match up with your numbers against mine and did my guess my hard work and this whatever I was ready to go but they didn't respond they didn't want to match up with mine so if they didn't want to like you know meet up with me or compare I fucking won because they backed down yeah and you know what was crazy is that when all this happened or whatever obviously there was people who who would like. Uh, on your Instagram or whatever, like talk about it, like oh yeah, like this happened, like what the fuck happened or this and that. What was funny is that I or what I thought I was like, how is no other podcast thinking what I'm thinking? Like having both of these fucking guys on the pod, like why is no one asking that? Like why is no one asking them about it? Why is no one like asking them for an interview or for this or that? Like am I the only fucking person interested? Until I released it. I had other podcasts being like, bro, I fucking should have done that. I should have asked. Like, that shit was hilarious. Like, like that was a good idea to have them both on at the same time, so close together. Like, I was like, well, it was there for the taking. Fucking nobody, nobody mm-hmm. decided to take it. Mm-hmm. It was uh, because you had two podcasters had their own points of view. So this is what I feel. This is what happened. This is what they said. To me... When they said, like, oh, Mega Man's a bug, he's in the window, or a fart in the wind, or he's a bug on the floor. To me, when they, when they said that to me, I was, like, laughing because, like, they ran out of stuff what to say about me. That's what I felt. Yeah, well, I don't know, but and... it was, it, it was a, it was good, uh, it was, it was enjoyable for me, at least. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad both of you guys yeah. jumped on and, and cleared the air, uh, at least it with was... us. Yeah, it was a good episode. You know, I listened to it and stuff like that. Like I said, I don't have hard feelings of rambling alcoholics. I moved on. You know, I'm not going to talk bad because, you know, they're doing their thing. I know one of the guys do, does other podcasts and stuff. So, 
like to me, I'm not going to be hating on them. There's much love, you know, like the past is the past, you know, and everything. And I think in a way, maybe in a way they learn from it. I learn from it, you know, like, Hey, I guess in a way we got, I got, if we, if they have a guest on, they need, they need, they need to take their podcast very seriously of who they bring on and maybe they work out the differences. Maybe to me, when I have, when I be on a guest on a podcast, I got to know what I'm, what am I getting myself into? Because um, there's one thing that they said right is that I listened to the podcast, but I didn't listen too much. And I was kind, I knew when I was, when I did the podcast, I should have done a little bit more homework of what their podcast is and what they're about. But when they said that we had to take over the episode because of Mega Man and this, he wasn't feeling it. That wasn't true. It's just that, like I said, um, I don't want to throw them on the bus, whatever. But it's that one guy who does the uh, <laughs> acoustic, the mustache, the ponytail, whatever. <laughs> like I said, he needs to stop over fucking talking people because I was trying to jump in and everything. And I know your boy who takes over the podcast was trying to do his thing. But like I said, they need to take the podcast very seriously if they want to make a dent in, in the podcast world. And that's what I felt like at the time, Chris, I felt like they didn't take their podcast very seriously. Oh, okay. I, I could, I could see like where your head's at on that, but um, I'm curious, like, would you, would you ever, you know, have them on your podcast or like just to, just to hash it out or talk about what the fuck happened or like just, you know, like in golf, there's a mulligan, you get a retry. Would you ever do it again? Uh, I'm going to be honest. You know, that's a good, that's a very good question. I'm going to be honest because I'm not a dick like this. I'm not stubborn or prideful. I would love to, to have them on and bury the hatchet and everything and talk about like, Hey, this is what I did wrong. This is what you did wrong. You know, to me, I'm going to own up to my, my irresponsibility or my errors and stuff. And I think that goes with them and yeah. stuff like that. And, and that's a part of growing up, bearing the hatchet. Hey, we're cool and everything and stuff like that. I think in a way, like when you do a podcast and you put all, when you, when you put a podcast on blast, it spreads out like wildfire. Yeah. And to me, I kind of felt bad because when I talk bad about rambling alcoholics, it, it spread out like wildfire where a lot of people who who are cult followers were like, fuck that podcast and this or whatsoever, or, you know, slide through the DMs and talk bad about them. I wish I would, you know, to be honest, I knowing what I know now, Chris, I would have done so, so many things different, but that was back then. But wow. if I, like how you say, have them on, I would love to have them on. I, I'm cool with Dang. it, whatever, and um, we'll we'll bury the hatchet and shit. I don't have no hard feelings to do the thing. I do my thing. Yeah, now. we we should definitely get that set up. Even if you guys want to come on the kickback, both of you guys all together, that'd be fucking awesome just to, like, seal the deal. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, if you would have brought them on, I would have brought them. The first thing I would probably fucking do before you start the podcast, I would talk to each and every one of them and say, hey, man, Hey, it is what it is. No hard feelings. Yeah, it happened. You know, I'll, I'll, you handled that shit before and everything. We talk about it and everything. But 
you know, like that's the thing because there are part, there are a podcast, they are a podcast family. We got to be there for each other. And I felt like I don't want to be putting another podcast down where it really fucks their numbers up or really fucks them. Like, hey, if Mega Man said that they suck, they fucking suck. I don't want to be like that, mm-hmm. you know. And I was gonna say, so just to kind of get off of that, um looking at what like how you do it and how you do the podcast and like just getting just doing the doing your podcast right now and getting an inside of how your head works when it comes to your podcast like i appreciate how you do it like you know you're you break it down you're very informative you let you let me know what the fuck's going on um i could go either way like even if you didn't tell me a damn thing and you just said hey we're just gonna go when i fucking call we're gonna start boom i don't mind that either but you know, you go, you go with your way when it comes to like, all right, so this is what's going on. Like, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to talk about some, uh, some stuff, but we're, we don't have to dive into it right now, but we're going to talk about this, this, and this. And I'll probably ask you some other questions about this. And, you know, you, you, you give me a head, you give your, your guests a heads up of like, all right, this is what we're doing here, which I appreciate. And I like, yeah, yeah but we have, yeah, we have to do because like, I, I, I want to be structured, but in a way, I want to be a free-for-all because I want you to be you. I don't want to be structured, but it's like, man, I, I want to I be me. I want to be Chris, you yeah. know? So I want to be structured in a way, but I want to be you for you. But I want you to be comfortable like, hey, I can say what I want to say, and Mega Man's not going to fucking judge me. Yeah, because how you're doing it right now, it reminds me a lot of how I did it when I did when I was on was out when I was on the radio is that's exactly what I would do. I would break everything down kind of because I kind of had to because of commercials and stuff, but I, I would have to break everything down. And then on top of that, I remember just, you know, having um, people because I was there for a few years, you know, having new shows on that, you know, I would have to coach up like, all right, so this is how we're going to, this is how you format the show um, you know, teaching them like, all right, this is what you should do. Make sure you break down your segments in this amount of time. And it reminds me a lot of like, you know, how um, a show should be structured, because at the end of the day, this a podcast is a show and it's it's yeah. it's there for your entertainment. For the people that are listening right now, this is for your entertainment. This is obviously for, you know, Mega Man and myself to, you know, get our minds off of the coronavirus. But at the same time, our main goal is to entertain you and inter- to entertain the people that are listening right now and to get your mind off of whatever the fuck's going on in your life and to give you two hours or an hour, whatever the case may be, of you breaking away from your bills, breaking away from uh, your girlfriend or boyfriend who just broke up with you, getting away from, you know, maybe you just got laid off right now. You know, that that's exactly what we're doing and, you know, some people, you know, forget about that. And some people, you know, yeah, they might shit on Mega Man or they might shit on they might shit on you. But, you know, I, I give you high praise because at the end of the day, you're releasing content to entertain people and to get their minds off of stuff. So I I I appreciate what you do. I, I want to say, Chris, thank you for thank you so much for uh, telling me that. And. You know, like I said, you know, people are going to love me. People are going to hate me. But when people want content, people want content. But I know when people are telling me, 
Mega Man, we love the content. We love the audio. When are you going to start YouTube where people want to see my hand gestures or people want to see me how they are, how I am when I talk to my guests and all that. Oh stuff. yeah. It's a whole, no, that's it's a whole other it's, element. Exactly. And, uh, you know, there's one thing or people don't know about this is like when I do a YouTube channel or YouTube podcast, or whatever, I'm not going to have my notes. My notes are going to be in my head, you know? Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I, I used to do uh, with sports. At least I would, I would write everything down. Um, now when we do the kickback, I'll have like notes like on my phone. So just in case like, oh, fuck, what was that thing I was going to I wanted to ask Jesse or what was that thing that I saw that I, like stuff like that. But I don't like structure everything. I have like talking points and stuff like that. Um, but the one question I, I wanted to ask you is um, because I know my answer, but I'm curious to get yours is what when or where what was the moment that you had you know, validation of the, of your podcast when it, when like, whether it was someone who said something to you or something happened where, you know, whether it be the numbers, whatever the case may be, where you had validation saying like, holy shit, you know, I'm actually, I'm doing something here and I, and it's, it's actually going in a positive direction. Oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's a, Chris, that's a very cool question because they happened to two of my guests who I really bring on. Um, what, no, actually, I'll take that back. Three major guests who I brought on were, they were like, who, what the fuck? Mega Man took it to the next level. Is my very first celebrity guest who I had, Tanya Estrada. Uh, my second guest I had is Tony A. The Wizard, where, you know, his podcast, Rudy on Radio, is by far one of the biggest by far the biggest Chicano podcast right now because his podcast is blowing up on YouTube and everything, and he's bringing heavy hitters. And my third guest I had was MC Poncho. When I had those three guests on, Chris, that took Mega Man's podcast to the next level, and people were like, they kind of shut the fuck up. You're like, wow, wow. Mega Man brought Tanya Estrada as my first guest, Tony A. The Rizzo from Radio Radio and MC Poncho. MC Poncho, where he, they were like, what the fuck just happened? And I didn't, did not expect Mega Man to blow up just like that with three fucking heavy hitters. Yeah, I can. Yeah, those I could see that because like, especially like the aftermath of it, when it's like, oh, man, like all these people listened or all these people are giving feedback and saying they loved it. Like, yeah, I can I can see that. I'll never forget um, when like the first moment that I got, um, I, I felt like, holy shit, I feel validated. I feel like people appreciate what I'm doing. Um, and I really I don't like blowing smoke up my ass or talking about myself too much. But yeah, um, it was when when I uh, when I got nominated for an award when I did radio, um, you know, I was doing it at a community college at Cerritos and, you know, they put my I, I, I put it in for nomination for the IBS, you know, best sports talk show. And, you know, thousands and thousands of colleges and universities all over the country, you know, submitted their their show as well. And yeah, they were only going to pick five five shows out of the whole country. 
They chose mine. I was the only community college to get picked. And I was going up against universities like Duke, Penn State, um, yeah. like all these big universities. And it was like the one side it was like Cerritos Community College. And all of them were like universities, universities. And, you know, I was able to go to New York for the whole award thing. And that right there was like, holy shit, I'm doing something right. Holy shit. Like people are listening and appreciating. And the after that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm. I'm most I'm most likely going to be doing this the rest of my life or trying to just entertain whoever the hell is going to listen and do this just as long as I can. Because like that that moment of validation, like whether it's, you know, having a guest on that says yes to you or having people respond to you or have winning or getting nominated for an award like those things right there are like moments you never forget. And those are the moments that you think back at when shit's not going too great or maybe your numbers are down or maybe like, you know, maybe the numbers are staying even and they're not going up. Whatever the case may be, you think back at those moments and you say, no, no, no. Like this shit there, I'm doing the right thing. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And I, I solely highly respect you because you've been through it all. Like with the rewards, the background, what you do, the podcast and everything with the experience and all that and getting to know you more, Chris. And I know when I did your podcast and everything, I know it when I think about it now, Chris, it's like it was a perfect timing if, for me to do your podcast and getting to know you more, you and your brother, uh, Gilbert Deadmo and everything. And it made me respect both of you more and knowing the fact like your brother's going to do a podcast with Randy down the mm-hmm. road and you and it's just with everything. It's like, dude, you guys, to me, you and your brother are like fucking family. And I'm not just saying that I'm being very honest. It's like whatever you guys do, I'm going to be there to support you. If you want me to be there and this or whatsoever, promote I mean, it's like, hey, Mega Man, hey, you think you could promote this episode or this? Dude, you have all my praise and love. Appreciate it. And your brother, as well, you know, and I I respect you guys. I give you so much respect and I give you so much love because I got to do what I have to do when I do other people's podcasts to promote other Latino podcasts. And you're and you're one of that group, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, You know, my whole life, uh, everyone just assumes that I'm Mexican and in which is crazy like um I'm obviously I'm well I'm pretty sure my my brother was on so I'm pretty sure he said that we're half Puerto Rican and half Peruvian but you know when I hear you know these other Latino podcasts um I, I I enjoy it because my whole life you know most of these Latino podcasts you know most of them are Mexican which I enjoy just because I grew up my whole life with Mexicans, you know, two of my closest friends are Mexican. And just because, you you know, it's not a Mexican podcast type of thing. It's a Latino podcast. You know, there's Latinos all over the world, all different countries and stuff like that. So when I see yeah. all these other Latino podcasts coming out and doing all their stuff and do I and like talking about the culture and stuff like that and talking not not just about the Mexican culture, but talking about Latino culture in general, because we're all you know, sticking together, we're all in the same boat, whether you're Mexican, Peruvian, 
you know, uh, anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like, we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and that's what I feel where I think in a way with, like, I'll, I'll say what we talked about with the podcast, uh, Buddha Katura, they break everything down. Like, if you're Mexican, if you're Chicano or you this, they really get deep inside of how everything should be. And they break yeah. everything down. And to me, when you have a podcast, there's a lot of like different kind of personalities, different kind of like religions, different kind of like, is he Latino? Is he Chicano American? Is he this or whatsoever? It, we shouldn't be like breaking shit down like, okay, he's Latino. Oh, he's Mexican podcast. Oh, he's Chicano American. It should be all as one where it's like, fuck all that shit. Like, Let's just be there for each other and help each other out, you know? Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, I, list, I listen to all, all, all these different types of Latino probably the same ones that you do too. Um, yeah. And just hearing, you know, as, as, I'm, as I do it and as, as we're still going uh, with the kickback, uh, little by little, I feel like our name is getting out there a little bit more and more with, with like, it's cool to see, like, our name is being thrown out there with them now. Like, hearing you know, more, you know, hearing more people like uh, giving us shout outs and stuff. And uh, obviously you're included on that too, but it's just crazy to see that like, you know, people are also including us in that like um, Latino podcast group, which is pretty cool. What I'm going to start doing is because I know a lot of people are like, Hey man, make it, you, you do too much shout outs, but you're like, you know, I don't give a fuck. What I want to want to do is, is every time I do a podcast episode, I always want to give a shout out to the people who always give me love and support, like from other people or from other podcasts and everything. And that's what I want to do is like, hey, man, if you like this podcast, check out the kickback, check out Buddha Kutura, check out No Father, No Problem or this or that. That's what I want to do, because I want to help you guys and everyone else get to the next level and shit like that on the podcast and where it's like, man. If it wasn't for Mega Man, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Kickback, I wouldn't be here. We're all climbing the ladders to get our numbers and get our platform out there. And, you know, in the Latino podcast, we want to make a difference. We're like, man, like Latinos and the Chicano podcast is making a fucking movement right now in the, in the podcast game. And that's what we have to do. We have to stick together because, like I said, uh, Chris, uh the one who planted that seed was Ramon from Chicano, Chicano Shuffle and also the got the twins from Buda Kutura. Uh, and there's a lot of people podcast. So we have to be there for each other, no matter what, from good times, bad times and ugly times, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I can see it more and more, you know, people are just um, seeing the, the difference when it comes to like, instead of everyone being on their own, actually a good team effort and everyone kind of um you know putting in the work together so that that leads me to my next question or to another question that i have for you um later down the line i've always thought about because there's always things that i think about the podcast about like oh we need to do this we need to do that there's something else we got to do there's one thing Uh that i think would be so cool to do um that that we're we're not in the works with anything yet. We're, there's just an idea is to do a live podcast and do a live show in front of an audience. Um, but not just me, not just the kickback. 
Like when I want to do one, it's kind of like a beer share, a bottle share where, you know, you have all these different types of people in the craft beer community jumping in and doing this. I kind of want to do the same thing with podcasting where they have, we have a full role of just people uh, of podcasts. Like let's say we could have a full lineup of like Mega Man, the kickback, like all these other Latino podcasts, like a full lineup of people on because a lot of us are in the LA area. Obviously some of us aren't, but it would be cool to see a live show and having all of our audiences together mixing and matching and mixing together and just having a live show like that. That would be awesome. Like if it's me, you, a lot of people's podcasts where we just jump up and we just conversate and all the followers who follow all of us and stuff will be in one brewery or whatever. And they hear what we have to say. And that would be awesome to, you know, I thought about that and stuff, but sometimes you get worried. Like if that, if I, if I promote an app, if I promote something, event, are they going to come or not? That's just something where like, we're going to find out who's your followers and who's your not, you know? Yeah. And that's the hard thing where it's like, some people don't want to, some people don't want to see the, the truth of it where it's like, but at the same time, I'm sure like if all of us, you know, partner together to promote a, to promote an event or, if we can partner up and do a bottle share at the same time where, you know, we can get that crowd involved as well. Like it, it, I feel like there's a way there's, if there's a will, there's a how there's like, there, there's always a way around everything. Like I was, I always have an idea because if I do this, Mega Man cannot get fucked up. Let's just say like if Daniel and Beard Thug Life or, or two sums or Denmo have a, have a bottle share. They should be a podcast, but be a, but being a podcast from the side from everyone else, where you have all your well-known crafter people, you might have celebrities, you might have podcasters, and you interview it and you put it together as one fucking episode. It's like, hey, I have Mega Man on, or I have this person on, or this, or whatever. That would be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, I would. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be something where an idea and stuff. So Chris, we're almost getting to the end right now. What's the future for the kickback podcast? Oh, man, the, the future of that is obviously still pumping out episodes and pumping out podcasts, even though we're at the, you know, coronavirus and all that, but the long haul is um, trying to get on bigger and bigger guests um, and, you know, trying to get, our name out there as much as possible with um, yeah. killer guests, as you say. Um, and obviously the transition to YouTube is always something that is in the back of my mind. Um, uh, like I've, like I've said before, like I kind of, I'm strategic about everything. Um, I don't like to jump into something that uh, I don't feel like we're ready yet. Like for example, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people when we first started they're like hey how are you guys gonna ever gonna have a guest on or um it was strategic i wanted i wanted jesse and jay to get comfortable with being um behind a mic and get comfortable and kind of get even myself like we're all kind of trying to feel each other out and trying to see what this show is all about and then we started getting guests so it's kind of yeah phases it's kind of steps so we we have guests on now 
So we're going to keep on trying to get uh, more guests and more guests and then eventually make that transition to YouTube so you can see our reactions and see the hilarious movements and see Jay and his funny stories and see myself when I'm animated explaining something like stuff and seeing Jesse and stuff like that. So YouTube is the next direction that we're looking into. Um, and then obviously that live show is something that is something like a bucket list type of thing that I want to do. Um, and it, yeah, it's just little by little. Well, you know what? I have a lot of connections and uh, I feel like maybe one day, maybe you, Jay and Jesse should be on the VIP podcast with uh, they do on YouTube on Super Audio Network because I know uh, Fix and uh, Dre, the producer. And to me, when I do that, that's they do it live on YouTube. And and then that's where, you know, you're going to break out in here because, you know, when you do live YouTube and this, you know, people want to know oh, shit, the Kickback Podcast, what's, you know, and all that, you know. And I know, like, I respect that you're trying to little by little bring guests on when, you know, you had me on or Randy or Deadmau or when you had uh, Alpha Robles. I was really, really astonished, but I was shocked. But I was like, wow, Kickback is stepping to the next level. And when you had Alpha Robles on and I was supposed to have him on down the road, but maybe later, dude, you have... You got so much re- like love and so much respect from me, and was like, "Fucking kickback is blowing up," and I'm not. And I wasn't more like, I'm "Not gonna be big headed and be like hater or jealous." I was like, "Wow," I was fucking shocked. Like, you guys stepped up your fucking game. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do, and we're not trying to step and uh, go backwards. We're trying to, we're trying to just keep on going. And you know, Alfred Robles was super awesome and you know we're happy to have that we got him on and uh he was super chill and cool and you know that's just the beginning you know uh, i can't wait you know years down the line to look back at this and say um oh man like i remember just the like when we first started out or doing it so um hopefully you guys can you know keep watching us or listening to us and if you haven't heard of us yet uh, check it out um, I guarantee you, if you don't enjoy my voice, you're going to enjoy Jesse and Jay and their fucking hilarious stories that they have. Like, it, there's there's something mm-hmm. for everybody. There's a little bit of something on our podcast. There's a little bit of something for everybody. You like sports? We'll talk about it. You like bullshit? We'll talk about bullshit. You like cheese, man? We got that, too. We got everything. And then that's one of the reasons why I love your podcast. And I love where your dynamic with uh, Jesse and Jay where it just, it, it's fit in and you guys can talk about whatever. And it's just one of the guys, guys, but we, you know, when you have a special occasion, when you have well, like, Hey, I'm going to have a guest on or this or whatsoever, it's like a whole new level. I mean, like you get kind of the best of both worlds. It's like you're having a guy's talk, but also when you have a guest, it's like, it's a fucking big deal. And it's like, that's one thing I fucking love. It's like you're keeping me, but everyone else on their toes. It's like, what's the expectation for every each episode that the Kickback Podcast does? Yeah, and I really, I, I enjoy, um, I, I try not to promote too much like of the episode before it comes out because I, I like yes. the surprise. Like I like with the Alfred thing, I like mm-hmm. like, boom, Alfred's coming on. 
and everyone's like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like, when? What? How did that happen? Or what? What's? You haven't mentioned anything about that? Like, I don't want to. I don't have to mention it. I'm gonna give you. Mm. I'm gonna give you a treat that you didn't even expect. So that that's kind of like, like that. how how my like mindset that. is. Like, if I get fucking, I'm exaggerating. I I get Michael Jordan on. I'm just staring at his jersey right now in my in my uh, studio here. If I if I'm staring at his, <laughs> so if I if I get him on. I'm not promoting it. I'm going to promote it the moment it comes out. Because I know the moment you see him, you're like, holy shit, I need to listen to this right now. And it'll be available right then and there. I like that. I like I like what you're doing. I like what I like where your guys' head is at. I love the podcast. Um, dude, I know I should be saying this because I know a lot of podcasters hearing this. Because, But I want to say that uh, Chris... You know, Jay, if you're listening, Jesse, if you're listening, that uh, the Kickback Podcast is one of my top five podcasts I love listening to. Thanks, man. We we appreciate it. It's a that's that's high praise, especially when you when you did our podcast and then the next day you came out and said that was the best podcast you've ever done. I was like, man, it's the way. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I was like, holy shit, man! Like that was that was that's exactly what I wanted you to co- to leave with. I wanted you to leave thinking like, oh my god. What the fuck happened? That was so much fun. I don't even remember half the shit that like I got like I blacked out for a moment and I had so much fun. Like that's what I want to happen. Like when you come on the kickback, like, that's what I want. I felt like to me I was so like we're a buzz, we're having a good time, and I wasn't thinking about other people's podcasts or people. We're just having a guys guys talk, and that's what I feel like. I feel like if we do a part two of me coming on, dude. It's gonna be like ten times way better than the first. Oh one. yeah, for sure. And what what um and uh, like, all right. So if any of you are interested in doing a podcast like this, and remember, I'm not like the greatest podcaster ever or anything, but this was what works for me. And even I'm sure Mega Man, you probably do the same thing or the same some version of this. When yeah, when I want somebody on or when I want you know um, somebody like. Early on, Mega Man, I remember you're like, bro, like we gotta do a podcast. We gotta do a podcast. In my head, I was like, we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. And yeah, then yeah, eventually, yeah. um, what I usually try to do is if I have a guest on, I don't just have you on and be like, All right, so uh, what are we talking about? Like, I'm why like before I had you on, Mega Man, I listened to almost every single podcast you did that was not your own podcast. So if you were on VIP, I was listening to VIP. If you were on someone else's podcast, if you were on Chicano Shuffle, I listened to that whole episode. I don't want to for your listeners to jump on my podcast and say, oh, these motherfuckers are just asking the same shit. I already heard Mega Man answer that. Nope, not listening. I want it to be genuine. I want it to be different. Mm. So that's why I don't know if maybe you felt that it was different. Oh man, this is yeah. it's so much fun because there's like new questions and new this and new that. Like it's not the same thing that people try to ask you over and over. That's you know what, Chris? You're like the same way as me. I do my homework. I I listen to a lot of people's podcasts because you don't want to ask the same questions. You want to be a very, very specific, exactly original. Real, That's exactly what you want to try to do. And and I get it. And I love that you and I, we both do our homework on each other and stuff. And that's how it is. It's like, 
if you want a good episode, oh, for sure, you because have to do your fucking you know, like you got to put the time in because eventually other people are going to listen to it that haven't listened to you before. And if it's the same exact thing, then most likely they're just going to be like, well, this is just another uh, version of a different show that I already listened to. I don't need to listen to them. But if they see it and say like, oh, this is different. I, I, exactly. I don't know. This is different. I want to listen to this. And that's why like, I don't, I can't picture myself doing the kickback with anybody else besides Jesse and Jay. Like, the reason why it works so smoothly is because uh-huh. we know shit that our fucking families don't know about each other. Like we're that's how close we are. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's fucking deep, and uh, you know you want to keep it original. You want to keep it very. Like, people have their toes, like, whoa, man, I didn't learn about, I didn't know about Chris, I didn't know about Jesse and Jay on the kickback, it's something new, or I didn't know about this thing, what happened with Mega Man and stuff. You want to keep people on their toes, where you want to have a good episode from beginning, middle, and last, where, well, shouts to Beth Duran, when he told me, hey, Mega Man, when you do a podcast, you have to hit them hard, like, what do you mean? It's like, you have to hit them hard for the first fucking 10 minutes. Make it good because if not, if it's not fucking good, they're gonna tune yeah, you I, I agree or your guest out with that wholeheartedly because you know you got you're you're in the business of cap capturing people's attention and that's what you got to do. You got to do, and that's where, in a way, I have to be more as me for me, where I have to be an open book and everything because it's like, oh shit, you know, you have to be honest because, like, how you're saying earlier because uh, podcasters and listeners are going to know yeah especially like if you're like a fellow podcaster you know um i've done i've done i don't i haven't done many podcasts um with other podcasts before but i've done a lot of other radio shows in the past and you can tell the ones that are genuine yeah you can like just be yourself like i i guarantee when i was doing radio and i was on other people's radio shows like i'd hear the cheesy like and welcome to this other episode, and this is Chris. And it, like, bro, this is not your real voice. I don't want to hear that. Like, I want to hear. I, I like. I want to hear what you're doing. I want to talk yeah. about uh, um, low moments in your life, high moments in your life, hilarious moments in your life, most embarrassing moments in your life. That's why our number, our first episode that we ever did, I wanted to get it out in the open. First episode we ever did on the kickback with Jesse and Jay was our most embarrassing moments. And to give your listeners a tease, <laughs> I want if you want to know what the kickback's all about, first episode, listen to our most embarrassing moments. I guarantee you, you are going to be laughing your ass off of what happened to Jay and what happened to Jesse and what happened to myself. You are going to laugh your ass off. Dude, I love your episodes. I love it. I love laugh, laughing my ass off because, like I said, and I say it again, I rub it in everyone's face. You guys are one of my top five podcasts I love listening to. But we're almost getting to the end right now. Um, do you, Chris, do you have any um, last words? Yeah, for, last thing for I just want to say, obviously, thank you episode? yourself to, for having me on. You know, you have, you've had so many other podcasters on, so many other guests on. So uh, me being... Uh, a part of that is awesome, so I appreciate that. Um, another thing is, uh, if Jesse and Jay are listening, I'm sure they are, but 
I have I don't think I've ever told him that, but told him this, but I want to tell them thank you for doing this with me. They could have said no in the beginning. They could have said no and tough shit. Good luck with your podcast. But they decided to do something that they've never done before. They decided to do something different. And they said yes. And I've never told them thank you for joining this ride with me and, you know, doing the podcast and jumping on every episode and, you know, joining the grind with me and all that. And then um, thank you to my I'm appreciative for my brother. Like I told you before, he there was a point in time where he he had to pay for my books for school. And, you know, he didn't ask for money back. He didn't ask for anything. Uh, uh, I know that at a moment's notice, he'll he'll drop whatever he's doing to to help me out. So I appreciate I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. to all those other podcasts out there who might be listening uh, and who are interested in having me on or having Jesse and Jay or on, let us know. We'll fucking do it. We're not we're not stuck up. We're not little podcast snobs or whatever. We will do we'll do any podcast. We don't mind. We'll we'll make it fun. We'll make the Well, I just want to say, Chris, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I'm like, man, this episode, we went, I'm telling you, we went fucking balls deep on a lot of conversations and everything. And I want to be honest, like, I feel like to me, we only scratched the surface and we have to do a part two down the road or, or whatsoever, because I feel like I have so many questions for, for me to ask you and everything. And, and all was like, man, I know, like, we're very limited on our time, but I just thank you for thank you for having me. This was a this was a breeze. It was just super easy to talk to you, man. I mean, like I said, like I I wanted to get you on, and to me, like you're Chris, man. Like you're fucking family to me, man. You're like you. I'm gonna be honest, like (laughs) you know, like that movie Meet the Parents. You're in the circle of trust, bro. When you said to me in the podcast, like, bro, I love you guys. Like, you circle guys are my trust. circle of trust. And you were like, I love- you know, you guys are in that, and you guys are in that realm. And whatever you, Deadmau, Jay, and Jesse, Luke, I'm going to be. Yeah, I agree, man. Guys, this was, this like, was bro, awesome, man. Family, your, your fans and your listeners are awesome, too. Whenever they hit me up or comment on our stuff or message stuff. So I, uh, I appreciate you and your and your listeners, man. You guys are awesome. Perfect. Cool. So and right now, now we're only Chris, on Instagram. Everyone um, it's the the Kickback Podcast LA. Um, you follow us. We have tons of tons of uh, little clips, little funny clips of our our episodes. So check those out. Check out the uh, our podcast with Mega Man. Um, it's called the Kickback Podcast LA on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and everyone uh, follow them. I highly recommend them. They're, it's a good fucking podcast. It's one of my fucking top five. Uh, shout outs to you. Shout outs to Jesse and Gilbert and the family. Shout outs to Jay and Jesse doing their fucking thing. And I want to uh, give a real shout quick, just out. My you family, wanna, my listeners, right Jesse, Jay, and 100% uh, Casey Petrowski from Cerritos College, WPMD Radio. He is uh, the first mentor I had when it came to this. So uh, I owe him a lot. Much love to him. 
Much love. Uh, thank you for the shout out. Shout outs to uh, my kids, Gavin, Alex, uh, Emiliano, uh, Luna, Daddy Loves You. Um, shout outs to all the podcasters. That's the one thing I give a fuck about. Let me know, Podge, kind of shuffle, Buddha Katura. Let me know, uh, No Father, No Problem. Uh, Deuce from Ellie's podcast, flashback with the homies. Um, dude, there's so many. Uh, yo, 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 uh, Nocha Sistes, Felipe Esparza, Beth Durant, the whole nine yards. Um, Chris, I just want to say, man, thank you for coming on the Megan Man's podcast, dude. Like, I already, dude, I feel like to me, this episode is so fucking good, but man. I wish that we can go longer, but once this coronavirus is done, we got to do a part two. And also, we have Without to do a part a doubt, two when I go on. on we got to do it. Podcast. It's a must. It, it, dude, it's a must. And when you know we were talking about what's the beer for today, Megan Man, no lie, I'm going to spend a little bit more money. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of monkey beers and this, whatever. And also, what I'm gonna do this is between this is between you and I, whatever. I'm gonna yeah, bro, that'd be fuck, so that'd be awesome. We'd, and for sure, we'll shout you out on our "What's on Tap" segment because that's what we do. What's on tap? We try a different beer. Oh yeah, but Chris, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I fucking really appreciate it. It's a it's a really really good uh, topic and episode we did today. And I know down the line, uh, we're gonna do a part two. Um, one mm-hmm. like once this shit is already when when it's all fucking done. Okay, and everyone, um, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review. Uh, you can find my podcast or the Kickback podcast on Anchor, Spotify, uh, you, uh, you know, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podbeans, the whole nine yards, uh, and everything and stuff like that. Uh, please rate review because I really want to make the podcast better. Even for the kickback podcast, please rate review on their podcast to make the podcast better. Other than that, Chris, thank you for having me on the Make Amends podcast. I really appreciate it. All right. Make Amends out. Chris from the kickback podcast is out. Shouts to Jay, Jesse, (laughs) Gilbert. I'll say Gilbert instead of Deadmall. (laughs) We're out. (laughs)